Bone dust? Bone dust. The church folks wanted bone dust. The vile siblings stirred in their home, the scent of sickly sweet pastries and dried fungus melding in their breaths. Whispers amongst them, some wordless, some stated to express the sheer feeling. Bone dust, he wants. The church folks step back at the word of the witch boy, but sit idly by at the works of their magics. That black manna seeping from the swamps and fetid places of the valleys, the fallen cities and graves. More scoffs, more shuffling. But then the question comes, would we avoid such magic? The crones had persisted. They were practically features of the land, though not all visited uh, <laughs> their decrepit home for fear and rumor, let alone the avoidant signs of life on the inside. Peddling pastries made from questionable things, things a consumer wouldn't want to know, fueling their dreams and peace was their business. But what was persisting? in the face of change, was existing against the path of magic. Margantha, oldest, grown brazen in her fell confidence, leaves first. Her sisters follow after, packing their goods and ingredients with a low grumble of dissatisfaction. There would be no home to return to in the face of these slayers friends for now. They want to argue, to trap, to plot. But Morgantha is not one to lose an argument. They know her answer, as it echoes painfully through their shriveled minds. The stirrings of the dead and the cries of hungry magic are the change in this land. And that change will bear us to greater heights. Ancient sisters. And for now, serve. Hi, Internet. Welcome back to Curse of Strahd. Hello. Uh, oh, shit, we're hey. Damn it. Fucked it up. I ruined it. So many episodes in, it's all over. We're scrapping it. We're starting from the beginning. Um, this time we're doing a Curse of Homelands. Oh no! <laughs> the worst. Right. I call I call Uncle Ishtavan, and I also call Joe Baker. I'm I'm gonna start my. Uh, I mean, he is Joe Baker. What are you talking about? I'm gonna start my anti-homerid build. Can't we play on a plane that at least has 15 cards to a pack? <laughs> the anti-homerid build is weight. Oh, well, I guess I should scrap that Fallen Empires campaign I've been planning. Oh, I feel like there's no. other systems for that. Uh, there's there's well, gotta be one. Chattering amongst yourselves. I don't feel that there's a, a system appropriate to the crushing sadness of fallen empires. No, I meant Arabian Nights. But anyway, I am killing the kill si- the the shortened silence. Fuck you, Matt, and or Max, whoever right. is auditing this. No, I'm not editing this. It's Matt. Thank you, Matt. I Sorry, Matt. It. I did this to dick over Max, not you. <laughs> you, you. You mentioned him first. <laughs> I can change my mind mid sentence. <clears throat> anyway, 
So, no, Susan, come back. <laughs> what is happening? As we lower ourselves back into a somewhat somber mindset that won't actually hold at all. Yes, big mood. <laughs> big mood, Innistrad somber. Um, last time on Curse of Innistrad, uh, Grove, after having ventured out to do some skullduggery in the night, uh, was encountered by Strephon Moore himself, who stopped him for a conversation about values, loyalties, sides. Um, it was cordial and ended with uh, more showboating a bit, um, but leaving Grove entirely unscathed, in which place he uh, met up back with his companions in the morning. Um Simultaneously, over on the other side of uh, the large section of forest, Faust is set to work uh, gathering a large supply of metal from various places around Shadow Grange and bringing it to the graveyard in preparation of his later plan. They reunited all together back at the windmill, the old bone grinder, as it was known. Uh, to discuss the plan of Faustus uh, to build bodies for the ghostly procession that proceeded every night. In search of this solution, however, they needed some binding agent and went forward to speak with a hag that seemed to live in uh, the old bone grinder, as it were, uh, by the name of Morgantha, an old, ugly woman, but who seemed willing to help for a fee. She has promised a barrel of bone dust to be delivered in the morning, possibly by the end of the night, but definitely by next morning. However, as that deal is completing, uh, we actually find ourselves outside in the bedraggled, poorly taken care of grass and the damp, moss-stained walls of the old bone grinder, where Nick and Grove are waiting outside, not wishing to enter. Grove's probably got his hood up, just kind of sitting there plinking at, or pulling up grass and, like, making sure, doing a count or something near the, the wagon. Uh, Nick is playing with the story knives, because that's what he does. <laughs> like a teenager with a butterfly knife. Not Pretty your much. fancy new moonlight sword? No, because that, that's just a boss sword, unfortunately. I guess, technically, I can de-sheath it with a mental action, too. As long as you can pull yep. some pranks, like, swing it at a fucking grove, and then just think it, not to, you know, think it <laughs> Don't away. Don't get distracted, God. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can do that. It's definitely not the most advisable thing in the world, but you can do it. Are there rules for uh, putting the hilt up to someone and thinking? <laughs> I don't know what that term is. No. Activating it with the hilt up to someone's head. Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, not specifically extra rules. It's very similar to the regular attack. I don't know. Sometimes this, this campaign has some edge cases planned out. <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> anyway, proceed. So does he do the dumb sword thing? <laughs> no, that's fucking stupid. Wow, wow. He just swings around making lightsaber noises. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm enchanted by this sound. <laughs> Here, Grove, just stand still and block it with your axe and then go. I <laughs> broke my axe. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Anyway, so what do you think they're talking about in there? I honestly, I never really kind of just did in this sort of thing. So 
got me. Could be the fate of the world. Could be, I don't know, a potion. Having the slightest. Uh, well, I'm just glad Faustus decided to do something a little bit intelligent. As opposed to what? I I don't know, but I'm glad he's using the spirits instead of the dead, if that makes a distinction enough for you. Yeah, I'm not entirely convinced. It... A, a geist isn't all of something, but it's some of something, right? I mean, that's why I, that's why I don't get into metaphysics. Uh, that's that's a good way to put it. That's why I'm okay with it. Like a geist is something that's left. That how do I phrase this? I've Illyria's helped with a couple of them. Just they are like a memory. Sometimes uh, it's hard. Hard, but they they'll go away if they're happy sometimes, and they're not just mindless. It feels better at least than what he was doing. This is what he was doing was pretty much I don't know, not necessarily the worst thing you could do, but uh, certainly I don't know. I mean, I guess it, it doesn't really matter. Well, I don't know. It it feels significant to me. I guess that's that's why I'm happy. Why I wanted to see if that would work. <sighs> We're wasting time. How long is this going to take? He wanted it by sundown, and that's what I gave him. So no, I mean whatever he's doing. <laughs> I don't know. I did not. I decided not to go talk with crazy uh, windmill ladies. I'm tired of talking with crazy people. No wonder you spend so much time in the woods. Yeah, learning uh, talking's hard. It's easier just, especially in the woods. So maybe I should spend more time around people. Shrug. It's a thought for the future. <laughs> but just as we don't have time for you to improve your speaking skills to any noticeable degree, we don't have time for whatever it is they're doing in there. Yeah, that's true. I hope this doesn't delay us more than a well till the afternoon, midnight at least, and then we can go as soon as what's done on the outside of the windmill you're constantly buffeted uh stray bursts of wind uh gusts continue moving through funneled by the hills there's some whining and protesting from a few of the wooden stakes uh set up in sort of a crude fence work that at one point must have been whole um but even behind that you can hear very plainly the creaking sound of the door opening and the soft sound of metal against stone uh, of someone's armor as Faust, uh, excuse me, not Faustus, um, Conrad steps out from inside the windmill. Hello. Any, uh, anything resolving in there? Or? Well, I hope so. I was, considered, I was considered too pious. I was scaring off their contact. Oh, okay. Awesome. <laughs> it's really encouraging, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But if it's enough to change Faustus's ways, I'm happy for it. But you women got their own little ideas. Yes, well, might have to take a trip back here after all this is over with. That bad inside? You know what? I'm gonna. I'm. I'm having a good day. I'm gonna <laughs> ask this after. Nothing explicit, but I'm an inquisitor. We investigate. That's fair. But how are you two? It's been a long time since I've asked. 
just want to get this over with one way or the other. I understand that. Excited. Nervous. The usual before Big Hunt. Yes, well, I don't think he could possibly be uh, expecting what we're doing next. I don't think so either, which is why I'm really excited for this. After all, element of surprise. Sometimes it's all you have. And after talking with him, I think he might appreciate that as well. At this point, I don't give a damn what he appreciates. That's fair, though. I can't help but have an inkling of enjoying the fact that he would find it amusing. Could you you give me a line on what he doesn't find amusing, then? Because, uh... He honestly seems really bored, and we are the amusing thing. Well, if his death will bring excitement and amusement, I'm all too happy to knock him dead. It's gonna take a it's gonna take a bit, but we might be able to do it. Well, it was always going to take a bit, even after he's gone. At least the scales won't be tipped in one direction when he's gone. They'll even themselves out. Indeed. And we'll be there to take it well, at least I will. I can't speak for any of you. I think I'm due retirement after this. I would never blame you for that, Nick. Uh, the the Somberwald's got my name on it. I'm supposed to be reassigned there, so if I make it through, I'm sure you can come find me in there somewhere. Who Who is it that assigns you? It's not really an assignment. It's forced retirement. People don't like wolves walking around with hunters in the, in the Kessig. I see. Well, I suppose that's fair, but it's a bit of a shame. It is what it is. A lot of good you could be doing. I can do good where I go. Hmm. There's Grimhild. Did she not go in with you? I stayed up with uh, Faustus. Oh, okay. My bad. It's been a while. Hmm. We work to a purpose, gentlemen. Beautiful purpose. Yet it doesn't feel like it. It never will on this part of the countryside. No, I wasn't being a, a smartass. <sighs> what troubles you? Just, we, we finally got the... <sighs> I don't know. Will enthusiasm something good? And now we're wasting time with old women in a mill. Just impatient. That's all. Just don't worry about. I guess to explain my actions, I as much as I distrust Faustus and what he does, it's still a known quantity, and I'd much prefer to have him with us than out there on his own, festering and whatever's got going on with him. The the, the rabid dog you keep close versus the one roaming around eating the chickens. I mean, what you actually do with a rabid dog is put it down. Uh, yes, that's what you're supposed to do. But in this case, it's the only hunting dog left in the town and it hasn't shown signs yet. And you're, this please, metaphor is really bad. Please, you've tortured this analogy so much it might be a crime against Avison. You use what you got. How about that? I believe he's been set on a better path. Well, at least there's that. He's empowering the dead, not controlling them. It's already a positive step. And Nick just kind of grumbles. <laughs> I will lead us in prayer. Well, I guess we just wait. See what the crazy, crazy ones are going to do. Well, while we're out here, check this out. Sword pops out of uh, hilt. My scabbard. Is it a trick sword? Is it like a switch? No, just a prayer. Ah, uh, swing in a prayer. Boo. Can you yes, we can me? hear you. Cool, I was talking earlier and apparently it wasn't working, but that's fine. It's okay. We, we weren't dying up there. 
<laughs> no. Um, so, at around this time, um, Faustus, Illyria, Grimhild, um, you've concluded your business, and the uh, old woman has departed upstairs to con- uh, manage supplies, and you hear a number of rummaging sounds. Victor has walked with you back downstairs. All right, I've started making preparations at the church. A church? All places to have something like this happen. It's where the procession originates. Oh, I'm certain. I've heard about it. I saw it the night I came out. Still, it's funny to think that such a place is where we'll be manifesting such things. If you saw what we saw in the basement, it wouldn't seem so funny. Oh, I, I can't say I would know anything about anything like that. But still. I say most importantly, it has a bell tower and a bell. That should work. Enough modifications anyway. Yes, Needs some electrum we, at least to magnify it. I think we can rig up something to the bell and extend it up into the air to bring the lightning down onto. With the proper runes, we can convert it into pure energy that can be turned to necromantic purposes. Manifest we'll have to be careful, the rough though. energy into a burst of mana. Interesting. If we scale it too quickly, the heat will melt the bell. So I have a plan for it, but take a look at it also. Okay. Be interesting to do something. Never had real magic work, I suppose. Time to earn my keep. Illyria, I have a request for you also, before the yes. lightning. Yes? Can you, co- can you collect as many saplings as you can, ideally two to three inches in diameter, and package them up into living root bulbs, no greater than eight inches in diameter? Is that plausible in the current environment? Like, I thought it was wintry right now. It's it's late autumn. Okay. Like there's there's always saplings. It's gonna yeah. it would take you time. Yeah. And okay. it wouldn't necessarily be fun in the cold and climate. That said, like there there of course will be things to find. Yeah. Kind of looks at him. What do you you need them for? Weaponry. A look sort of crosses her face <laughs> as she realizes the living uh, wood and vampires and nods. How many do you need? As many as you can get. Maybe the others can help too. She'll grimace but nod. I'll make I'll see I'll make Grove help me. He always likes going amongst the trees. Thank you. We'll need the bone dust as soon as possible. We'll also need to assemble a rack for the saplings around which to build the bodies. I'm not sure how fast she'll be able to gather. Um I've not really <laughs> interacted with them too much before this point in time, but they seem confident. Yes. And one, if you get to be that age, I generally assume you have something up your sleeve. Um, I hope so. If not, it won't matter how old I am. More will kill me all the same. All right. Well, let's see this bell then. Yeah, uh, this will, I guess, I guess everybody knows where to go. Yeah. Um, that procession, uh, I'm presuming Grimhild is leaving alongside the... Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, those uh, those of you outside, you see the marketeering party exit the windmill as it slowly creaks along in the continuing breeze. What do you do? At least for Faustus, he's going to head back to uh, the church and start on his work. Valeria will sort of not quite bounce, almost skip over toward Grove and lean down to pet you. So you want to go with me and do something? Are we running away? No. We're going to go get some trees. Don't sound too disappointed. Trees. Saplings. 
He's going to do something with them for weapons for the living wood against the vampires. Sure, that sounds interesting. It sounds like you get to walk in the woods away from people, something you usually enjoy. I'll agree to that. How many do we need? As many as we can get. All right, let's go find some saplings. He wants them two to three inches, which, since it's autumn, well, there may not be as many as we'd like. Get what we can in. Conrad, Nick, if you want to come, you can come too. I just know that Grove likes the woods. Um, That's all right. I suppose I'll uh, follow and make sure things go smoothly where Faust is going. Everything needs to be there eventually. I'll assist, but we should leave as soon as you're done. Whether or not this gets done in time, we need to make our way to uh, Mauer's Manor. Agreed. An idea, then. Mm-hmm. Why don't we scout out ahead, then? Yes, I, I can catch up once my work is done. Would you yeah, prefer my company, Nick? Anyone not engaged and dismissively waves a hand, whatever this is. Fair enough. I'll come along, then. If it's scouting, then maybe Hero should go with you and us in less appropriate attire. Why? He's got firewood to gather. Don't use saplings for firewood. I understand that's a difficult concept for you coming from the city. <laughs> yeah, we have to import all our firewood. Uh, we don't like to talk about it. <laughs> all I know is that somewhere there are thousands upon thousands of the finest vintage Nephelian cabinets. <laughs> it, it, it's fine. You just have to use good old, clean, efficient coal. Oh, yes. That and whale oil. Mm. That's why Nick joined the duelist in the first place. He wanted to avoid being a chimney sweep boy. What, was he not cut out for the singing and dancing? No, he wasn't British. But sweep is as lucky as lucky can be. (laughs) I love this. Yeah, that's all we need. Young Nick Argenti. The TV show on Fox or something. I know it's not firewood. Never mind. All right, I'll I'll find Ruprecht. Give me a second here. There's something I thought I had that has vanished. There was a thing here. It's gone now. Ooh, I'd have to remake it from scratch. That sucks. Um, so, uh, what are your groups as you're departing out? Uh, Faustus and uh, Victor are heading back towards Shadow Grange. Yep. Yeah, you or Grimhild? What's what's happening now? I just recommended the sneaky people, if they want to go scout, can go scout. But if they don't want to, that's fine as well. My plan is basically just get everything done as quick as possible. We go there to the manor as soon as we can, and Faustus can catch up when he has an army of undead. Okay. But, so what do you want to set yourself about doing? I mean, if I can make it go quicker, I will help gather whatever wood needs gathering. Like, I have sick wood skills, as we know. <laughs> sure. And then who all is uh, going to scout out the manor? That's uh, Nick and Conrad and anyone else? Is Grove heading there? Or is Grove helping with wood? I, I, I'm on the wood job. Yeah, it's it's Team Nature, Team Dower, and Team Church members. <laughs> I wouldn't have, I would have immediately assumed Grimhild would be on Team Dower. Um, all right. So um, first things first, as you all dispatch out towards your uh, side locations... Um, the bend in the road carries you a good amount of the ways back as a party, um, before you divide at one of the many forks along the way. Um, as you depart, uh, those of you looking to move to nature have the easiest path, as it were, despite it being the least, uh, friendly terrain, as it sends you directly into the woods, uh, continuing as the 
bird flies as it was. Um, so as you step into the misty and somewhat windblown uh, pines and very damp foliage, uh, all of you can make me a nature check. Can Not everyone. Survival? Those of you there. Um, I'll, I'll allow survival in your particular case because of your background. Do I have advantage because oh. I have my woodcarver's tools? Do no. I advantage because I've lived in the down. woods for like 10 years? No. Okay, well, I got an 18. I beat both of these nature assholes. Wait, sure what did. does favored terrain do? I don't know. What does it do? You Hang on, I'm looking up. I'm I, I, I thought I had that for some reason. <laughs> it's okay. Not. Hey, Max, what does Uncanny Dodge do? Ah, jeez. <laughs> uh, I'm not entirely certain of the specifics of favored terrain in the newest one. That's just the only reason why. I, <laughs> there are a lot of things I do have memorized. I don't have the... No, that's Arcana Ranger memorized. Uh, difficult terrain. Group can't be lost. Uh, such as traveling and foraging, you all you remain alert. Whenever you forage, you find twice as much. Well, that's actually helpful. Yeah, and you can also learn the exact number, size, and of whatever is I'm tracking. Okay, yeah. So I don't get any extra shit to it, but. Uh, no. Whenever you forage, you get twice as much. That is relevant. I, I'm in on my roll. Okay, sure. But yeah, uh, difficult terrain doesn't slow. Group doesn't get lost except by magical means. Uh, even when you're engaged in another activity while traveling, you remain alert to danger. Traveling alone moves silently at normal pace. Forage, you get twice as much. And while tracking a- another creature, you can learn their number, size, and how long they pa- since they passed. Sure. Um, oh, there it is. Excuse me. My proficiency bo- uh, bonus is doubled for this. There you go. All right. Do you got a 16? Uh, yes. I'm <sighs> still at a 10. All right. So, a lot of you move through um, various uh, tangles of roots, leaves, um, moisture clinging to all of, all of your clothing. Uh, it's slow going, to be honest. Pine does not sprout super frequently. And again, at this point in the year, it's not the friendliest for it to. <laughs> it rarely is friendly. However, the somber wald is less of a tangled, violent mass than the Ovenwald. And so in some ways, it's easier than home, except for the hardier and slower trees. It takes a bit of doing to find small saplings. Um, as you move about, you start gathering them up. Uh, Grimhild, your inherent ability to uh, knowledge of this landscape, as well as the fact that you have gathered many such things for slaying vampires before, uh, leads you to know the locations you need to go to very easily. And Despite their knowledge out in the wilderness, you find yourself guiding the other two to some degree. Um, However, in recognizing the patterns placed here and the distribution of sprouts coming from roots and fallen seeds, uh, Grove, you continue to uh, help find greater amounts after being first pointed out to moving past other bushes, finding uh, occluded saplings to begin with. Generally, your work is going quite smoothly. There is one oddity you encounter. Um, Grove, uh, make me a perception check. Uh, what's the base for perception? Oh. With, um, <laughs> okay. 19. As you stumble into a clearing, series of mud puddles and tall grass mixed with uh, leafy foliage that reaches just past your knees, you see a collection of trees vibrant, green, very unlike much of the gray-leafed foliage around here. They are vivid and 
around them seem to be much lovelier colors as well. Some flowering in deep red, not quite blood, but vibrant reds. Hmm. Uh... Approach. Yeah, he'll he'll kind of wander up cautiously and like whistle for Illyria to come check this out. Um, hey, I'm not you. You don't have to whistle at me. <laughs> he throws his hands up and says, "Like, all right, well, there's some weird shit over here." That's um, all you had to say. I could have tried to be sneaky. Um, and then we'll just yeah, he'll come As up. You- As you turn back and look to it after turning away to yell, you look back and see that the same clearing is now obscured from sight. You can recognize the trees still, but a number of very brambly bushes uh, seem to be in the way of the very sight you had seen just moments before. Yeah, that's what I was fucking worried about. The trees seem just as green and verdant. Uh, He'll... He'll, he'll hold the hands up. Like, sorry, I'm bringing a friend so we can chat. Um, we mean no harm. And then wait for Illyria to come back. <laughs> or wait for Illyria to catch up. Grimhild, you have also heard this in the shouting as you have fanned out if you wish to go as well. Yeah, I'll do Okay. You all gather up in the muddy field of knee-high grass and similarly see the same sight when pointed to you, a set of trees with vibrantly green leaves but anything beyond blocked by head level uh tangles of almost black brambles the brambles didn't appreciate us yelling um nor did the trees beyond i would like to go and see what's in that verdant area leary if you would please make the trees happy um, I don't know that I can do that but she just sort of walks through like they're not there because she can do that now you step into the brambles and you don't as much phase through them as much as as you push against them they bend away almost not fearing your touch but almost reverent in your passage all of the tangles steer themselves away from your body so that each thorn points away at any given point in time and none of them catch against you or your clothing druid circle for the win so As yeah. you pass through, you find yourself in a odd ring of trees. The area is not only so lustrous and vibrant, but the ground itself beneath you feels almost warm. Everything seems lit as if on the finest summer days you can remember, the places where the sun does reach in Kessig. The, around you are a number of rough beds of flowers, many of them deep red. Not Again, not quite blood, but ruby in shade. Do I recognize the flowers? Um, make me a nature check. Let's see if I can actually roll like a fucking druid who lived in the woods for ten years now. Seventeen, that's better. Um, yeah, you do actually recognize it. Um, generally they are uh, colloquially known as uh, Tears of Stensia. Um, something the locals have tended to call them by. They uh, have uh, coagulant properties, hmm. generally used to help treat some wounds at times. Um, not so much as stopping up. They don't really tend to leak into the bloodstream, uh, rather than they just use it to help stop up already bleeding wounds. Yeah. Um, they have a. F- uh, they aren't thorned, but um, generally have a rather dense stem to them and are a bit hard to pluck. 
And these ones aren't looking that good? These aren't... These are looking extraordinary. Oh, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. These aren't... These aren't bug-eaten. These aren't touched by any of the cold. These aren't even browning in the autumn. They look pristine. Hmm. She'll call out to Grove. Um, it's like... It's honestly Make, like the last day of spring forever. Go on, who were they going to have uh, Let's see. Um, I'm thinking here. Um, make me a survival check. Okay. 17. You know of something that causes effects like this in Kessick. Not quite to the same degree, though. Often not pleasant to be about. Uh, there are beings that live in trees. Not quite spirits. More that they are trees, but plant and blend amongst them more dryad dryads yes dryads normally they're quite hostile um and often they seem to be keeping to their own uses uh though you have not heard anything this generally resembles the sort of incredible growth lush growth that is filled in completely are dryads elementals no damn it or primordial or yeah i'm never gonna get to speak primordial Oh, well. Um, hmm. Then it's not a good idea to hurt the plants here, because you don't need no dryad coming after you, like, mm, not good. But she'll head back towards the brambles and walk halfway through and tell Grove and Grimhild about it looks to be a dryad's place, but it's very, um, nice and hospitable. Is there an offering here? This area gives to dryads? Looks at Grimhild. Uh, yeah, GM. What up? Um, let's see. So I can give you just blanket information if you'd like to know more. You can pitch me a roll. Sure. Let's let's roll something. That's fun. That's D and D. Josh. Yeah. So do you want just uh, standard information, or would you like to? Well, standard information, but I can roll if I feel like I need more. Sure. That's fair. Um, dryads aren't really a thing. A lot of people interact with specifically. Uh, they're generally avoid people more than uh, interact with them. Mm-hmm. Those of the Somberwald are generally depicted and spoken about as being uh, lovely, but uh, beyond that, uh, most stories you've heard are very clearly false. Um, as for anything resembling an offering, um, it's not generally frequent that such things are done, but if you were to do so, it's uh, normally offering uh, fruits of field or things like that. But you have no idea if those are any have any effect is again people rarely interact with them yeah. you've probably only seen about two in your lifetime mm-hmm. and i didn't have to kill one of them they don't tend to attack people unless doing so defensively at least here that's true but uh, you might have killed one in Kessig. yeah <laughs> different though sometimes Kessig yeah, dryads are not great they're very harsh and hostile and try and run people out of their area well, I mean, yeah. when you got people like stomping on your flowers and breaking your tree, you gotta defend that shit. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what kind of role would it be? Um, because no about I'd say history. Woodcarver's tools uh, that I'm proficient in, which would be kind of like their antithesis. Mm, yeah. So that's if you wanted to know how to kill one. <laughs> I mean, just just dangle them around and be like, haha, it'll be like, you know, me waving like uh torture tools up in the air. I got Look at my handheld guillotine. Seven. Um my history's not good. Animal. Yeah, I mean animal handling is it? No, they're not animals. I mean 
most considerably smarter than animals. <laughs> what humans? They're also not animals. They're plants. Yeah, as I say, that's that's where you get it. They're not. Yeah, they're plants. <laughs> um, let, let me roll for my charisma check against this human animal handling. Let me do acrobatics. I'll do a sick backflip and impress them. Ooh, I have a thing <laughs> I'm going to do. Um, she's going to go over to the tears of Stencia and cast plant growth to help them become more lush and wonderful. The one action, not the sit there for eight hours version. All right. What is the exact effect of plant growth? Um, it channels vitality into plants within a specific area. There are two possible, blah, blah, blah. One action, choose a point within range. All normal plants in a 100 foot radius become thick and overgrown and lush. Sure. How long? They're also harder to walk through, but you know, we're not planning on walking through them. How long does that last? Uh, doesn't, it's an instant spell, but I don't know how long it lasts. Does it not list a duration? Uh, it's just VS instant. I mean, in the description. Uh, I have the copied down smaller version of the description. I have to find my D&D book. Fuck. Been doing so well not needing the book every 10 seconds. It's curse of magic, user. I know. Plant growth. Yes, um, you are cursed. Uh, okay, never mind. Yeah, it just it just happens and lasts. There's not a temp- It's not a temporary effect. Just makes it better. Okay, sure. That's something nice to do for oh, wait, no. diets. Pass some time. Wanna... Oh, never mind. Yeah, that's the other thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, that works. Um, yeah. So, you walk in further and gesture down at the ground, a sort of twirl of your fingers. What does this exactly look like when you use it? Um, and she uses it, and her fingers begin to twirl as you so lovingly described them. The, uh... The uh, Stencius tears, they seem to multiply. There are more of them. They double in height. They grow with their thick stems. They brush up even further and more blooms seem to come out in between them. It's like twice as many had been planted within the same area and they're all just doing very well and not killing each other off. It sort of comes up almost as a bush of them. Okay. As the streams of green continue to leave your arm, um, it fills up and you find yourself almost buffeted back by them yet for the fact that they once again breeze around you and you find yourself up to your waist in flowers the clearing nearly filled to the brim you hear a sound like something dragged across leaf and almost a whisper in the wind she will turn to look expecting a dryad You don't see anyone as of yet. You look to the side, but there's no one there, per se. None of the plants rustle or move. The sound of rapid growth calms. Then you hear a sound somewhere between that of almost wind and song. You can hear words caught in it, light and breezy, but you don't specifically know what they are. She's going to try to focus and see if she can catch any more of the words if she's paying, like, that much more attention. Uh, make me a straight-up intelligence check. It's not really any specific words you can pick up on. You hear them. They're definitely words you pick up on. That's not the problem. The problem is you very clearly don't know these words. They're sing-song, a language all hitherto unknown to you. But you do sense a sort of 
exaltation, uh, almost loving in them. They stop, and the entire clearing kind of stiffens for a moment, all of the plants freezing in place. And then just as silently as anything else, those, you two outside the clearing, you can see as the brambles just fall into the ground, not vanishing like they're withering, just pulling back as if growth had been reversed. And you see a field of vibrant red flowers, um, maybe 15 feet across. And standing in them waist-deep is Illyria. Looks like we're invited in. Yeah, seems like it. Try and get to Illyria and then, like, put a congratulatory, like, palm on her shoulder and then look around at the weird shit going on. She'll smirk at him. She's happy with me. Yeah. Did a good job. As you stand there and speak your words to each other, you still hear nothing. But from behind you, in a similarly breathy and almost sing-song voice, What brings you here? Valeria looks at Grove. Should we turn around? (laughs) How much has Grove dealt with dryads? Probably a reasonable amount of Keswick dryads. Yeah. I don't think anyone other than Grimhild here yeah. has met with a Somberwald giant. Grimhild. Uh, oh, fuck it, she's going to tell the truth. We are collecting some supplies so that we may fight against some vampires. The blood-cursed ones? Indeed. Interesting. Grimhild, you, from your position, are you facing towards the clearing? Yeah. You didn't walk further in with them, did you? I walked in further with them. Oh, okay. Like... Um, are you facing the same direction as them, or have you turned? I mean, she's probably, her head's probably a little bit on a swivel, but, uh, yeah, I don't know where her voice is, like, if she is hearing voices, she's looking towards the voices. Okay. You turn around, and similarly still hear no sound of motion or anything, but as you turn around, you can see, uh, sitting at a kind of odd angle. Why I say it's, I'll explain that in a moment. But a green-skinned female individual, slender, lithe, hair pulled back with vines and flower. But why it's odd, she's sitting vertically, as it were. Her lower body still held inside a tree, the feet playfully kicking amongst flowers, but still to no sound. She seems to almost pass through them, but her head kept in her hands. They like to seize this land, they do. Much trouble in the woods these days. Trees aren't as friendly anymore. Yes. They seize whatever they can for being so long-lived. They're sometimes short-sighted. So what do you search for, then? Living wood to pierce them, and I suppose potentially medicines and things to keep ourselves from dying in the effort. You wish to remove them, yes? Indeed. I am quite tired of their presence. And you are so very helpful so far. You seem determined. Your time will be wasted if you simply explore. She gestures a hand outward, not specifically towards you, more off to the side, and with a sort of flick motion, as if there was something held inside, even though nothing emerges, you see a number of pieces of earth moving off in the direction she gestured to. Illyria, you can feel another warm pulse, the same thing that made it feel like spring moments before. And off to the side, the strange sound of creaking rapid growth. 
you see a number of young trees shoot from the ground. Um, round 15 of them. They would not last on their own here. Their seeds were wasted. Thank you. Illyria just sort of breathes out and like watching the trees just burst so quickly. If you have need, a few of these flowers shall do as well, though I would ask you leave many. Ma'am, if Grimhild was like a slightly different characters, I'd be putting the moves on this dryad. <laughs> <laughs> like very slightly different. She is distinctly otherworldly beautiful, but not in the same way as a vampire. The vampires have a sense where they are almost too perfect. It's false. It's still gorgeous, but it doesn't feel natural. While this is the distinct opposite of that. It is a natural, not specifically symmetrical, but the face of something that nature itself deemed beautiful. I wish you well in your hunt against the blood curse. Thank you, and thank you for your assistance. Yeah, Lyria bows and takes probably 10 or 15 of the flowers very carefully with a knife, because again, they're hard to get to the thick. Yeah, even then, like, it's, you don't have to saw specifically, but you do have to apply quite a bit of pressure to each one. It's not like just a swipe. These are almost woody in texture at this point with the burst of growth. Yeah, if this was a different game, I would also hit on the dryad. Anyway, yeah, I think... We get that shit and bounce. Yes. Yeah, get as much stuff as possible. Grove will probably leave like a couple of foodstuffs because it's a fair trade. Do but, I know what? You know. Do dryads like. Is there anything from the human world that they're like kind of into? Like, do they like. I don't know. Few like enough people food. interact with them for you to know. They might. They probably like, like things like fruit. To be honest, <laughs> again, the other one you saw, like of Somberwald dryads, you probably didn't even really talk to. The only one you talked to was the one that was yelling obscenities at you. Obviously the answer is Get the uh, fuck out of my forest! What are you fucking doing here? No one even likes you! See, this is the kind of dryad Illyria likes to tell herself the Olvenwald dryads are like. Puh. You just you just have to be nice they, to them and they'll be they nice might, to you. No. They look like this for a second and then you step into their grotto and then like you're eaten by plants. Like, yeah. It, it's it's basically sauce. the fucking spriggans from Elder Scrolls. Like, you might as well just burn the place down. See, like, uh, ge- also generally, like, the appearance of Ovenwald dryads, they can appear lovely if they like to, but generally they look kind of like a spriggan if they weren't, weren't hollow. They're, o- they're generally, like, overgrown in roots and branches, whereas these are fair, oh, springy, green, lush. Grimhild asks the dryad if there's anything dryads or her in particular are into from the human world that they're curious or interested in that we can maybe share before we bounce I have had little time to know I suppose the one thing I have seen some of the hunters when they see a shape they like to check them in a pocket pond it's shiny and reflects the world about it I have much interest in that Illyria sort of rustles around in her pockets and finds a small like pocket mirror and offers it to her Oh, yes, just such a thing. It is yours. I appreciate your offerings. They are most kind. She inspects it oddly, kind of holding it upside down and twisting her head about. I wish you well. You too. We get moving. And then we get gathering, yeah. Okay. Uh, Faustus. Yeah. You head back to Shadowgrange by uh, way of the main path, once again taking you by the uh, 
horridly outdated and uh, rotted away gallows. Um, Victor eyes them sullenly as you pass by, but says nothing. The ride is quiet. Um, and eventually, still later in the day, but you arrive back at the church and the mist clinging about. The piles you have are not nearly sat long enough to corrode like they had originally, um, but uh, are plenty damp already by your pre- uh, by the time you arrive. Yeah, damp's Amongst fine. As long as nobody took them, <laughs> then I'm going to have to go beat somebody's ass for my scrap metal. As usual, you don't really see anyone passing by as you arrive at Shadow Grange uh, in outside the church or within the boundaries of the now unguarded cemetery wound about by tendrils of mist. So, this is where we're working, then. Yes, we'll assemble them here. We'll rig a, a, lo- a rod up there, and he points to the top of the uh, bell tower. We'll connect okay. it to the bell from there, and with the help of Illyria calling down lightning on it, we should be able to bind the spirits to the bodies. Okay, gather some copper, use that. Still probably need to at least give some etchings onto the bell and Electrum, um... But that shouldn't be nearly as much of a resource if we're using the electricity. No, I don't really care if the bell survives as long as it survives long enough to do what it needs to do. And I doubt that the, well, the master of the church, he's an, he's a decent fellow, but it would be best not to involve him in this. I generally would figure those of the church wouldn't be happy to see me inscribing necromantic runes onto their bell. So you might be surprised. He might be okay with it, but all the you same, the I'd most rather interesting stay. people. Well, such is the life of someone like me in a place like this. <laughs> all right, then. Where do we start? Is your plan, after all? Take the copper and the fine conducting metals aside. I'm going to begin work on the first set of bodies. Refine them if necessary from there. Okay. And uh, he industriously sets about helping you with a very direct fervor to it. Often he has seemed either sarcastic or caught in his own devices. But now that you see him working on something like this alongside you, he seems very intent and focused. Okay. Uh, Faustus will call two unseen servants and basically just tell them to help uh, Victor. Uh, There isn't anything such as a nod or the like as... They are unseen, as it were. Um, But shortly before long, you see hunks of copper and other fine metals moving along after him. Right. And finding a pile, he'll start the process. And what is that process? The process is the fabricate spell. All right. Please explain the fabricate spell to me once more. It's been a second hot hot minute since I looked at it. Sure. Uh, Page 219 of the book. (laughs) That'll make things easier. I can check that out. But if you'd like to mention it for listeners, feel free. Yeah, of course. So the basic concept is with Fabricate, you can take a up to a 10-foot cube of raw material or similar material and fabricate it into something that you like, that you could design with uh, your proficiencies. So the goal is to take you know a 10-foot cube of steel and make it into, hopefully, I don't know, in rough bodies, that would probably be... Say two by one feet, five wide, ten deep. If you're not looking to tall. make full-sized human bodies, um, you can make a rather plentiful amount from this, yeah? Yeah, the, the intention... So the basic template that he's going to start working on is first 
sprues to hold the bodies and to hold them to each other of very thin steel enough that they can snap off once they're possessed the sprues behind the uh, back of the chest or behind the back leading to the ground i uh, don't okay. have the wood yet so that'll be something different but the basic shape for each body is going to be about well the equivalent of a six foot tall humanoid but with no head instead just having two sloped heavy armor pieces on for shoulders since they don't need a head to hold or perceive anything from there the okay the shoulders and basically every joint are going to be simple ball and socket joints sockets in the shoulders balls from the arms and then sockets in the elbows balls in the forearms and so on with a kind of kabuto armor like plates down the outside of the joints to protect them a little bit if that makes sense sure flying uh, armor plates that deflect from the top or side all right and that's basically it uh luckily the the joints should be relatively strong because rather than having to insert the ball into the socket you can form the socket right around the ball so there's no need for the opening to be large enough to insert it the hands are going to be in a variety of things whatever you can think of there won't be any actual hands among them but some will just end in clubs some will end in blades like swords some in small knives some in heavy balls uh, a handful of the left arms with a little bit larger plates in the rough shape of a shield they don't really need hands but they can you know kill with whatever they feel most comfortable with sure um so I would say in a single cast of this, uh, you could make about 10 of these ten, based on the description. Uh, here. Okay. Ideally, if uh, about how how many souls are in the procession, a couple a hundred dozen, uh, several hundred, you're, you're going to have enough to fill whatever amount you make. Okay. I was, I was trying to think if each one is like a two foot by one foot by five foot slab, that's a fair amount that would fit into a 10 foot cube. Uh, let's see. Well, by default, see, the thing is, by default, it's making a single object, which I don't mind not doing that. But then they're mentioning like the suggestion of uh, eight connected five foot cubes, given a sufficient quality of raw material. And I'm thinking based on the fact that uh, we're basically fitting into some space there and then accounting for the complexity and density of some things you're going for and the quality of the metal you're working with. I'm thinking about 10 per cast is about it. Okay, well, I'll he'll do as many as possible in any case. I got four casts before tomorrow night with Arcane Recovery, so... Sure. Um, uh, that said, um, I'm also... Uh, here, here. I can, I'm happy to ex- abstract this bit a little bit. Sure. Make me a uh, Intelligence Plus Tinker's Tool check. Okay. Uh... T- uh, one thing, I guess, without, like, metagaming too much, this is definitely the moment where I want to use inspiration at whatever is the, like, critical role. Um, so I don't know if the, this, this is... This isn't the critical role to make it work. This is the okay. role to determine if you can make the spell work to what you need to a bit more. Okay, cool. Then I'll just roll that naturally. Four. All right, well, let's see. Pretty much whatever will yeah, come so out we'll, to we'll stick, we'll stick with about there. there. Oh, to 12 total? Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll say by With your work. Any in- intelligence for arcana, medicine, alchemist tools, tinker tools, whatever. Sure. So. Uh, I'll say with the level of expertise you have and the fact that you've been planning this for a bit of time, you can squeeze a couple more into there. And so we'll end up around uh, 14 per pile. Okay. 
that works. Um, and then once the saplings come in, the, the only major change is that the chest cavity is going to have a hole in it. So you hold the sapling up with the root ball and then build the chest cavity around the root ball with the sapling sticking out the front. As you so, uh, I suppose the first thing, even though we've discussed the effects, how does it look when he casts this? Uh, I'd say presumably he it's probably something like a puppeteer sort of movements with his hands as a uh, blue energy pours out across the ground and through the piles of metal and slowly starts to, I guess, the liquid or the, the metal would not quite liquefy, but start to flow a little bit as it changes shape into, and slowly form up into the sprues and bodies. There is a fine mist of sorts that emerges off the sides of layers of oxide that collapse back down into uh, many extraneous pieces of impurities and things. They leave the metals that you fuse together by magic. And you start arranging these bodies together. Um, after uh, Shoot, a couple sorry, hours but, of... Oh. Oh, sorry. One last no, thing I ahead. forgot was no, that the inside of each of the bones is currently hollow with a hole to the top. Once the bone powder comes in, we'll pour it in, fill it, and then just melt a plug on top of each bone. Okay. Um, after a few hours of the solid work you've gotten done... Um, Victor comes, uh, returns to you. Well, I've assembled some form of rod to attract the electricity, and I've gotten a good start on the inscription so far. I'm but, curious, though. No, no, nothing that is negative, actually. May I see your spell book? Yes, of course. And he'll take it out of his uh, pack, hand it to him. Yeah, he takes a moment to look it over. If you don't mind, like to study this for a moment, actually. And you see him pull out his own battered, more notebook than tome, um, along with a few bottles of precious inks. Of course, anything that would help. Just, of course, uh, I will need it back. Certainly. In, in fact, if you need any access to it, I'll be right here. That work, to complete it, will just need finishing touches once your storm maker arrives, I suppose. Yes, this is new to me, and, but... I think the general principles should work. I know a few conversion runes, and we should be able to get it into a mostly controllable mass of energy. Here's to hope. Uh, why hope? If it doesn't work, it won't matter. Fair enough. Here's to mastery of our craft, then. To mastery. No, uh, alcohol? I don't know. Uh, I'm certain you carry around some alcohol on you to, like, to drink instead of water a lot of the time. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Whatever his nicest is, maybe he's got some brandy or something left over. He'll sure, I can see that. I can see or you having a... It, it sounds like a very Faustist thing to have a little bit of brandy on there. Yeah. He'll uh, take a swig off it and hand it to Victor. He'll nod. Wiping dirt off his face. The doll takes your drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, Victor will nod back. Let's show those fuckers what for, huh? <laughs> takes a drink as well. Yeah, let's show them what for those fuckers doesn't sound the same from you it wouldn't <laughs> so as you continue about your work we will cut to conrad and uh nick yes mm -hmm. so you of anyone have the uh 
longest distance to travel to your location. Uh, but I suppose, let me first ask, how are you going about approaching it? Are you, you're saying you're scouting, do you just want to travel up the road? Do you want to try and pass uh, over hills to uh, reach? Actually, your distance is shorter than that to Shadow Grange, but it's a lot windier. <laughs> with, uh, you know, with Sir Clank's a lot over here, we're not exactly doing subterfuge. Uh, so we just follow the roads, really. Yeah, reasonable. Sure. Um, go ahead and make a uh, blanket perception check for your way there. See, it's base 11, but that doesn't matter to you. Um, 14. I make a six. Okay. Um, so one moment here. I need to check one thing. I did just slightly above average. Hell yeah. (laughs) That's generally my life motto. It's not bad, actually. So you approach through the winding valleys on your way toward uh, Moore Estate. It's a relatively short path here, actually. Let's let's give you back that uh, map view, huh? Oh boy. And you know what else? Let's go ahead and just remove Fog of War from this map at this point in time. Cool. There we go. Those woods we never visited. Look at those fearless woods. <laughs> they are very Zvalichy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you approach uh, through a few miles worth of travel, and after winding through the kind of forest and craggy mountain peaks, the road takes a sharp turn to the east, and you can see the dark, very sharp structure of more estate towering before you. Come up before twin turrets of stone, broken from years of exposure. Uh, but beyond those guard towers is the precipice of a 50-foot-wide fog-filled chasm that disappears into depths much below. From here, you can see that there is a lower drawbridge of old, short-up wooden beams stretched across the chasm between you and the archway to the courtyard. Conrad, you remember this well. You remember the sounds of footsteps, many of them clanking and pattering between metal and leather over those. An army, the closest you've ever come to seeing one, at least, traveling inward. Is it the sort of setup where, like, them taking up the drawbridge would just basically fuck anyone over in terms of invading it, or...? That's what you want with a drawbridge, right? Not completely impossible, but it would be very difficult. You would have to essentially ascend up some of the steeper sections of a hill. There are some sections that aren't purely a chasm, but even then, like, that's not convenient at the best of times. That's why you want an advance um, party to split the chains. For an army, that would, be, that would be difficult to enter with, you know? Proper siege would be difficult without some sort of engine for the like. Okay. Um, the drawbridge creaks gently in the wind. Uh, the, you can see the rusty and iron of the chains holding in place. Um, and atop the high walls, you can see stone grotesques staring at you from high up, grinning hideously, hollow eye sockets. And you can see a wooden portcullis, green with growth and moss, hanging above the entry tunnel. And beyond that location, you can see the main doors of Moore Estate itself, less than a mile away and a rich warm light spilling from within, flooding the courtyard. While much of this outside has seemed dilapidated and damaged through time and wear, the inside, though ancient, seems much more cared for, rich, 
and you can see torches fluttering sadly in the sconces on both sides of the open doors off in the distance. It's amazing how unlike more more estate is. I don't know about that. Looks in. Is there any? Is there any? any I mean, now granted, they're going to be like you know pin sized at a distance, but like th- there's obviously like like no one just kind of walking around from this distance. Um. Let's see. We did make perception checks. Yeah. Um. You don't really see much of anyone. Um. There might possibly be, but not just scattered about. Um. Though, uh, Conrad, you do think you see a glimpse through one of the windows that you can see from over the gate, uh, something dark against it for a moment. The windows have eyes. But they're actually not worried about, well, anything, really. I mean, that taking that drawbridge up would be a pretty safe thing and not really do anything to them. Just, well, I'm amazed it's still up. Yes, yeah, but... If they see us, they might send more out to taunt us to death. You can tell that this drawbridge, based on uh, its wear and growth of moss on it, as well as the rust of the chains, it probably isn't brought up pretty much ever. It's too worn into place to really have been pulled up many a time. They're confident. Reasonably so, too. (laughs) Uh, To have a way down into the uh, crypts. How uh, how long is the tunnel? The entrance tunnel. Um, it's not particularly deep. Um, one moment here. Let me see if I have a good check of it. It's not listing it particularly well here, but let me see if I look at the actual map. If that will inform me better. If not, I can speculate. Fine. You should have checked into the public works office and and found the blueprints. <laughs> um, about uh, forty feet. Okay. Uh, um, do you think I can't see anything from this distance? But um, think we get to the other end of that tunnel, maybe get a better sort of look at the whole thing. That sounds daring, but we already came out here, didn't we? I mean, it's it's only forty, you know, a couple dozen paces closer. We're a mile away. Well, the the tunnel is uh after is the I think how it's describing the uh, archway that the with the portcullis that it goes into. Um, so basically you'd have to cross the bridge also. Uh, crossing the bridge is fine. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I just wanted to make sure you knew. All right. Okay. Are you attempting to be stealthy about this process? Uh, I am. Uh, oh, well, oh, attempt. About, about crossing the drawbridge? No, about actually making it through the tunnel? Yes. Okay. Like, I'll give it my damnedest, but... <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. That's about all I can expect. One second here. I need to. Oh, you want me to roll stuff? In a second here. I got a nine. Um. Sure. Okay. Uh. Yeah. You can roll stealth now, Axe. Uh. Yeah. 50. Okay. Um. You both advance your way as uh across the bridge brazenly uh, until you end up at the edge of the estate. Uh. One second here. Um. Press the edge of the estate button. Do I want to even bother adding uh, Fog of War? Does it matter? I don't really well, think so. Unless any significant terrain features have changed since the, in- the since the uh, army invasion, probably. Yeah, not. like like other than that, it shows like I, I've hidden any tokens I need to hide, so that's not a problem. Sure. Um, 
Uh, so, like, yeah, you'll know the location of some, like, rooms and structures. That's about the extent. I just mean, like, like, we have a sweeping overview because we have a veteran of that fight here anyway. Yeah, so, so that that's fine. One sec. Let me... Make it to the crypt? I have to make this in two drags. It doesn't... The bookmark system's real weird. What? Well, oh. Here we are. Okay. Okay. Fuck this. What's up? F- fuck what? What's the problem? Oh, just, just in general. Not... This isn't, like, a surprise or anything. That right, it's huge. So, so where are we relative to this? Uh, there. <laughs> oh, no, I was wholly wrong. Hold on. Over yeah. Here? Okay. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. To the West. Cool. Oh, this does not bring back good memories. I'd like to think that Jackie at least made it past the kids. Uh, it just kind of knocks on the side of the wall. So, so do you- do you remember where the crypt was, or anything that could be a crypt? Um, help! <laughs> do I? Do I? You do didn't I, reach I much of is. anywhere other than just inside the building itself. As to a crypt, the only thing you could assume is below the castle. Oh, okay. I thought maybe over here or something. We did. Oh, rather, and- we did rather a grand assault on the main building. I would assume that beneath it. Okay. Oh, and Max, are these portcullises like with wood lattice? Like, can we see through them? Yes, they do have lattice. Okay. You would have to head over there, though, which would be heading further inside. Just want to make that clear. <laughs> uh, from the vantage point, uh, however, uh, before ahead. anything else, allow me to describe where you are now as you've arrived at a new section. Um, so, having pulled up all the way to the portcullis and underneath its uh, damp and grimy area. Um, well, firstly, but why don't you two make me perception checks? Cool. See if we notice Borp Thunder Cheese, ancient vampire hiding in the corner. How'd you know? I'll make a 12. Nat one. All right. <laughs> well, give Max a minute. He's got to go find the stats for old Bort. <laughs> <laughs> now um, all I'm thinking is Swedish chef. He just, Bort, 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 Dead. We'll be fine. So, so you'll be great. As soon as you step at all through the port calls, it is odd in that on the other side, the weather seems to worsen about you. <sighs> There's thick, cold fog swirling in the courtyard, and these sporadic flashes of lightning lancing the clouds overhead. And through the drizzle, you can see the torch flames fluttering on each side of the keep's open doors still, and the same warm light flooding outwards, catching against the almost grasping claws of mist. In fact, around you, you can see as they tangle and spiral up your legs. High above the entrance, there is a round window um, with deep red glass depicting the shape of a man. It's not as articulate as to specifically be an individual, but seems to be a man standing proudly, holding a sword in one hand. Just like a red sort of symbol of a man. Yeah. A facsimile uh, set into uh, polygonal uh, stained glass. Be careful. There's at least something to this place that isn't just performative and self-centered. All around you, these walls are worth noting, are about 90 feet tall, and the dark... Uh, excuse me, not tall. What am I saying? Those between high and tall. 90 foot halls. Uh, 90 foot halls, all of that. Um, are about 90 feet tall, and the dark towers of the castle rise even higher. Um, so, uh, as far as you can tell so far, that's about what you've picked up without going further in. I'm following you. What's your plan? I, I just want to get a better idea. Um, 
So this is all you saw, basically where we are and a little inside. Uh, yes, like the main, something like the main halls inside. Wait, where's the main door? Then right here. Yeah, that might be a lower level of map, but yeah, that is the correct spot. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I was in like, fact, I this actually balconies out over it, and uh, like right here is where the main door actually is. Oh, uh, okay. Do you see these like uh, dotted lines here? Uh, uh, let me zoom in. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> no, you shouldn't have to zoom in. I don't think unless you're like really zoomed out. You see the gargoyles. Interesting. Okay, I guess they layered that. Uh, one sec. Let me see if I can. There's another level. I see the battlements. Yeah, I don't see it. I but, see. Yeah, they haven't um, fixed a hole in the roof right here. Apparently. Anyway, um, uh, that that's OG Ravenloft. Don't trust literally everything you see there. I, they still have like some damage to that main structure. When I'm pretty sure vampires in this would make sure to make their structures very nice. Um, anyway. So, uh, yeah, this is actually uh, an overarching uh, balcony of the parapets. Um, it sinks in in a series of steps to an entryway around here. Okay. Oh, dear. How very opposite to a vampire. A well-manicured interior with sh- a shabby outside. Oh, no, no. Again, that's not a thing. <laughs> I meant the walls. That's just something that's part, with, oh, part of the map. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Never mind. Okay, you're good. Um, it is particular, though, worth noting that... In the pieces of courtyard, mostly stone and pieces of grass, some beds of flowers, um, no trees, obviously. Um, amongst the few fountains and stray bits is where you remember most of the death happening. Vampires, creatures that f- served him, the weather itself, and stepping to up to the doorway when it went under the balcony and you had to narrow in further. A, a young man <laughs> a died in his spots. Struck through by a manicured, monogrammed arrow. Extravagant. I heard the laughing and gloating from inside. Okay, just kind of shakes his head. He used to be the squire for, for a rather well-appointed knight. A lot of dreams died here, I think. Mm. It's time uh, to bring new ones. So, intelligence is low. We need to do, as a small party, we have a lot more flexibility than a large army. Identify... Weak spots, points of infiltration. Well, there's always the front gates. Anything I, besides that would involve scaling a wall or getting through a portcullis. No, no, no. The portcullises do offer us uh, a little something. They let us see what's behind them. I suppose we could take a gander. Nick, from the north, you can hear heading in this direction sounds of very thick, accented voices. Um, put, put finger to lips and press against whatever nearest wall. Oh, I heard a uh, chimney sleep over here. Oi, what, what? Cheerio, mate. <laughs> heard an intruder, I did, I did. <laughs> Swear me, mom. Dude, Why are there orcs in Ravenloft? In 40k orcs, even. <laughs> uh, worth noting, regular orcs could easily be in Ravenloft. <laughs> Not an Innistrad, but in Ravenloft. the 40k. <laughs> um, but yeah, um... They're caught somewhat amidst the sounds of thunder and rain. Um, but you can definitely pick up the three voices. Uh, sounds like two men and a woman uh, coming northward, d- moving towards you. They may end up being more clear as they approach down in your direction. Um, so, so like we're like here. They are coming from here or they're coming northward. Oh, they're like from like around here. Not like just at the wall, more like. A ways okay. off, walking about. Uh, let me go, like, here. <laughs> uh, so that they've got to at least make it to here before they see us. 
and figure out what we can eavesdrop on as well. Sure, one moment here. Um, why don't you go ahead and roll me some new stealth checks while you're at it? Uh, I should have told Conrad to run. I thought about it, but okay. Honestly, my stealth's not that great either. I'm not that kind of rogue. But <laughs> I love every time you say that for some reason. <laughs> and Conrad? Conrad? James? I'll go he's poke him, check that he's alive. As oh, if he didn't his respond. He's responding in chat. Oh. Yeah, we'll give it a moment. Uh, well, hit me up. Hit me up with your role, just in text, and I can work with that. You may not need your mic for much longer. <laughs> yeah, because you just die. <laughs> and Max will just edit in a Wilhelm scream instead. I got an eleven. Okay, cool. I rolled eleven and eleven, and it made an eleven. <laughs> no. Um, okay. So. Uh, well, okay. Uh, yeah. So you press up against the wall um, as carefully as possible. And you eventually hear, amongst the sounds of the rain and storm, um, one of the voices of a loud male. One sec. I need to put on my accent, and I'm thinking what I want to do exactly. Sacré bleu, il est homme entrudé. He's not French. <laughs> we're, not, <laughs> we're not in Nefalia. Hey, where the fuck's he gone to? <laughs> Good golly, Cletus, there's people here. Uh-huh. <laughs> Travis, you just made me think about some of my family members, and I'm not happy about it. Okay. Listen. All I'm saying is, it won't be long anymore at this point. Yes, I, I'm knowing what you say, but still, to think that she would act in such a manner, I, he doesn't have patience for much. Yes, but he tends to have patience for her, so maybe she thought she could push her luck. What do you think? Head gonna roll? Please. Head rolling would be the least of her problems at this point in time. I'm thinking starvation. is nasty sight that. The voices keep getting louder. They're now about here, about ten feet away, as far as you can tell. I see. Well, we can't get away in time. That's for certain. <laughs> well, I could. Just gonna silently draw the axe. Or the shovel. Okay, wait. I'm, I'm, no, I don't. Ju- this is not specifically a suggestion, but as that statement, that is incorrect because uh, currently Conrad can still misty step. That I'm is assuming true. he has it prepared. I don't know if he does. Uh, I think it's one of my. Uh, Why wouldn't you have misty step that- prepared? Misty step is awesome. Do you? I forget if you have to have those ones manually prepared or if it's as just offerings or if those ones are always prepared when it comes to paladin. Uh, those ones are always considered prepared, I believe. Well, then you do. <laughs> yes. Anyway, that's not specifically a suggestion. That's just a. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I, I'm certain that's the case. I'll give Nick a meaningful look and glance back at the shovel. Uh, Nick just shakes his head, holds up three fingers, points to himself and Conrad as if to say three of them, two of us. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, you know what? No, I'm going to take advantage of the fact that they think that we're amusing food. And I was going to stay there. Don't let me leave. If they even come this far and see us. So, all right, you linger. Conrad, what about you? What do you do? Well, if they're going to see him, I want to be around for it. I'll, I'll, hang, right. I'll hang on for now. So you linger at that edge and the voices have ceased for just a moment before uh, one of them makes a sort of snort. <laughs> I don't know about you, but 
And as he says that, you see stepping at the edge of the corner, um, three uh, pale-skinned, black-haired individuals. But as I say that, they aren't gorgeous like you'd expect of a vampire. They are very distinctly the blood pattern and visual of a bitter heart. Uh, Bitter hearts, right. Um, And as he begins saying that, you see him uh, raise a flask towards his mouth. And as he does so, looks slightly over to the side and stops with it as his hand had just unscrewed the lid. The fuck? (laughs) He immediately backs up and pulls out a uh, sword from his side. And you see his two companions equally uh, repeat the same process as him. Uh, One uh, relatively thick-boned woman, um, the other a very lanky man. Do you really think this is going to do you any good? You enter into the manner of our lord, and you think you're going to stand up to us too. All I needed to hear. And he's going to bolt at the nearest one and try to (laughs) cut their fucking head off. All right. (laughs) Um, Oh... Interesting. Um, Don't you use piercing weapons? <laughs> Let's not give away the fact that we have a laser sword. I believe in Nick, if none of you L- like, Okay. <laughs> Let's editorialize Nick. I'm what are there. you doing to try, and, to try and do this? What, what, We're gonna Nick, do what are you doing to attack him with? Stab, 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 stab. This is, a, hey. act, this is called active reconnaissance. Listen. He's procuring weapons on site. Anyway, what are you doing? You've got like three seconds to kill them before they raise the alarm and every enemy gets twice as strong. There's not, there's not, oh, I see what you did. Uh, there, no, this will be fine. It's not like, it's not in the modern day. They can't just radio in that there's fucking two people here. It'll be fine. The screaming happens all the time at a vampire manor. Uh, so they're like 10 feet away, right? Yes. Um, if this goes on long enough, I'll add tokens, but right here. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, boy. like closer to right here at this point in time since they turn. Oh boy! Yeah, so, yeah. No, does, what? Uh, so you, uh, as they say that, you lean down towards the ground, I presume, and make a mad dash. Uh, and what do you try and do from that? Which one are you going for? Uh, the closest one. Or I, okay, mm, okay. Since we're abstracting it, is there one? Because I I know that he's dumb and slow in that armor. Uh, hey, maybe just slow then. So uh, they would they would all be in range. They were moving in a pretty close. Uh, okay, I still want to make sure that by t- attacking the closest one, I was like depriving him of. Uh, no, you're you're fine. Of a target. Like, if, if I was dragging them, they'd basically be like he cluster a three like squares right next to each other like that. Okay. Um, if I was dragging them. It'd be extremely brutal on Twitter. <laughs> anyway, uh, I I decide to throw some shade. Hashtag shitter hearts. Oh my god. <laughs> all right. I'm just making sure it's about the sword. Uh, Oh, that has to be a bonus action. Okay. Uh, I guess maybe they won't find out about the sword then. Uh, If he's got to pull normal weapons, then he'll do so. And uh, go for the old one too. Rapier in the guts, you know, dagger to the mids, you know, to the ribs of the closest one. Cool. Um, I'm going to ask you to roll your athletics to see if uh, this actually devolves into initiative at all before you get there. Or if you because can they are step your way off guard, but they can also see you running to them. So I'm curious. So I, th- I think uh, that's really good 15. way to go about it. 15 is strong. Yeah, that'll do it. I'm just super glad uh, that I'm double proficient in athletics. 
Okay. Uh, you launch yourself like a bullet up towards uh, the first one closest to you. The uh, man who had been about to take a drink, uh, his rough mutton chops uh, <laughs> dripping in the rain. Oh, he's got the chops. Uh, roll me that Savin attack. To be fair, mutton chops is just not a good look for a vampire. It's not a vampire. <laughs> I know, I'm just joking. <laughs> it is equally not a vampire. I mean, you're right. Before. It doesn't look good on a vampire, which is why they don't wear them. Uh, 13 for the rapier. One second here. I was tracking up in a second. Oh, that's the wrong book. That would explain why I'm the wrong spot. Does this count as a charge attack? Juggling stuff. There aren't charge attacks in this, I don't believe. I was about to say, yeah, I don't think there are bonuses for that in this. Fair enough. (laughs) Or balances, for that matter. I know how combat works in this game. I've done it before. While we're here, here's the other one. That'll probably hit. Um, The first one will hit. Oh, boy. Oh, these poor fuckers. (laughs) Okay. AC, 900 hit points. (laughs) <laughs> Go ahead and roll me damage, and since you're a swashbuckler, does there need to be what is the specifications on the swashbuckling uh, sneak attack thing? They can't be the I can't be being ganked up on basically. As long as I'm alone with them, uh, he is, is slightly ahead of the other two, so you are. Yeah, I mean, I mean, were this not abstracted, I would have chosen one in exactly such a manner. You know, go to the diagonal of one. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, no, like no one else is next to you. He's next to people, but no one else is next to you. So what does that do for you? Uh, it means you get sneak attack despite not having an ally next to them or having advantage. Yeah. Ah, all right. I'm 46 now, right? I think so. Sneak attack. What sneak level are you? attack. Uh, seven. Yeah, because it's one, three, yeah, five, sure. seven. Yeah. Okay. Sneak attack. Ooh. Kel Damage. You impact into his chest at the... Location approximately close enough to his heart as it sinks through the not-all-that-hard leather. Ooh. And you see the rapier come out the other side as you press a hand against his shoulder to shove him off of it, his eyes and mouth going into shock before he drops off your blade. And assuming I've got movement, which I assume I do, I'll take my offhand. You have a lot of movement. Yeah, I'm no, the you're next good. person, so... Okay. That is just a d4 <laughs> plus one. Uh, so... You take a step over the body and uh, step next to the uh, woman with her hair pulled back. It's um, three enough. <laughs> you slash alongside her and she kind of catches it with her sword, but your force of sprinting still caught her off guard to some degree. And you push it far enough until it impacts into her body and you make a shallow cut. She hisses through her teeth. Oh, um, all right. Uh, uh, why don't you both roll me some initiative there? Yeah, what if that 14 even? Nice, nice. Uh, let's see, so that's d20 plus six. Oh, <laughs> and it only took me using two different stats to beat you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, in the aftershock of that event happening, uh, you get to go again, Nick. What are you? A rogue. I'm a fucking walking Ginsu blender. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, right. You mentioned not being that type of rogue earlier. You're this type of no, rogue. No, I'm this type of rogue, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are right next to each other. It's never been oh. so obvious. So like, well, I guess that doesn't matter as long as you reposition around them, right? Yeah, I can just sidestep until I'm not. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, yeah. go for it. Okay. 
Uh, are you trying to, uh, I, which one are you attempting to go for? The uh, lanky man or the stocky The, the lady I hit. I was, I'm already in All her right. zone or whatever. So. Sure. 18 to the first one. Uh, okay, yeah. I mean, that will hit. Okay. That's a 24. Okay. Um, you, uh, she makes a motion back like she's going to call for something. And seeing this, you manage to step into a space where she wasn't quite expecting it. And she turns to look at you right as you drive your raper forward up and into her mouth through the top of her skull. You flick her off with minimal difficulty. And then I'll move and hit the last guy with my hilarious fucking D4 plus one. <laughs> hey, four. Hey, that's almost maximum. Is four okay. enough? Three wasn't enough. Is four? You step forward at the same time that he tries to hobble back. Uh, and you make a reaching cut that grazes along the top of his torso before he pushes your arm up and away. Um, all right. Um, as... The man stares at uh, the others. Uh, what What is your initiative uh, bonus? There? Come on, uh, man. No, there isn't one. I don't have one. A, a goose egg, as it were. <laughs> Conrad, Conrad, what's your initiative bonus? You just have there, zero. There isn't one. We're, okay. we're about we're, we're about to have the alarm raised on us because you're a big dumb slow at it. <laughs> I did pretty good on that roll. Um. Yeah, you, as he staggers back, you hear him bellow, uh, Intruders! It echoes through the courtyard, even over some of the sounds of rain and thunder. Um, after he shouts that outward, uh, he takes his blade and shakily tries slashing back at you, Nick. How will a, uh, an eight do? It's not gonna do it, Jack. <laughs> Uh, okay, he staggers backward further, trying to, uh, exit the space which you currently, uh, the space right next to him that you currently inhabitate. Uh, you can have good. a good if you like. Stick activates on opportunity attacks. <laughs> what an um, I don't think it does, I mean, it does if you haven't gotten it yet, but it's once per round. Like, it resets the start of your turn. Uh, oh, okay. That does make sense. I just thought it was like once per turn or something, but that makes more sense. Okay. Anything that's calculated by turns is calculated by when your turn happens. Like, till your next turn stuff, you know? Okay. Yep, that's it's my assume. <laughs> yes, that will hit. <laughs> uh, you stab him in the back as he backs away, and you see him seize slightly at the edge, and barely pull himself off your sword and leaking blood across the rain-slicked ground. He rests a hand against a uh, black marble uh, fountain and starts trying to use it to steady himself as he moves a little bit further away. Conrad! So he's still alive, then. He looks barely alive, but yes. All right, I'm going to try to intimidate him into surrender. Okay. Uh, what do you do to intimidate him? I'm just going to pull the axe out and sort of spin it around one hand. <sighs> Surrender in silence and pray no one heard you, and you may yet keep your sorry life. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll me intimidation. Um, <sighs> yeah, just intimidation. Let's do that. Just, just roll it? Yeah, just roll it. Uh, 23. All right. Uh, 
as you bark this out at him, uh, he turns back to face you, hand trying desperately to clutch in what blood remains of him. Um, uh, slipping slightly as he presses his hand against the fountain's lip. Uh, as he stares at your motions and your set eyes, he uh, looks back and forth between the two of you, and then uh, you hear the clattering of his sword dropping from uh, his clasped hand. And he takes to a prostrate position. Nick, check for keys. You, you're coming with us. Oh yeah, Nick's, uh, as soon as the sword drops, Nick's on them bodies. He's that kind of rogue. <laughs> you're a number of kinds of rogues. So, uh, Nick, what are you doing? He is rifling through pockets. Looting the bodies okay. is a time-honored tradition in D&D. Keys are useful. Um, are you going to take your time and make sure you find everything, or are you going to uh, try and do it quickly and have uh, make a roll to see if you miss anything? Uh, no, they probably heard that. You mentioned like an echo. So uh, he is going to do it quickly. Make me a slight hand check. Oh, okay. Are you that kind of rogue? Oh, my... Like, I'm proficient with sleight of hand, I'm just not ex- an expert at it. I thought proficient meant you were, like, a minor expert at it. Ooh, oh, not like that, though. Bollocks. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what we get. Mm. Um, yeah, you uh, go to move over to him and start trying to go through his pockets, but there's a lot of blood matting all across him, and your hands are slick enough, and the rain is getting in the way. You don't quite trip or anything, but you're barely... Uh, able to try and even worm into a single pocket where he's not entirely sure what you're doing at the time. It does. You're not making a lot of progress very quick. You can keep going, but obviously if you're going to take him with you, let's just get out of here. You there. We go. All all right. Did any of the three of you have keys? Uh, I mean, some to anything meaningful in this place. Stables. Forget it. Just come. Um, yeah, he stands up shakily and starts moving back in your direction. Uh, not incredibly slowly, but leading profusely. All right. Now's the fun part. Head on a swivel, Nick. We're going. The torches Just, uh, next to the door flicker out. Get get that horse ears out. Take him out of here. I can make it out of here on my own. All right. If you're sure, I'll mentally call Ruprecht. Uh, you can hear the sound of hooves quickly beating in your direction. And Nick is going to just go in a balls-out sprint. Where are you going? I am going out the tunnel and towards something that isn't definitely Mauer Estate. I'm just going to take a little stroll around the facility. Okay, so Ruprecht will take a moment to get there, uh, but you are moving at a quite fast speed out. Um, I was not expecting Nick to be the one to blow blow our cover. Yeah, I did not expect our recon team to... They were about something. What are you talking about? Like, I'm not saying you made the wrong decision. I ex- I just expected it would be me. Here we go. All right. Um, we're we've been invited to be there. You could have just been like, I don't know. Okay. About- Nick, as you sprint outward through the uh, portcullis, that green patching of uh, mold uh, and moss above you. You don't really notice it until you hear a kind of <laughs> noise and you feel something kind of weighty drip onto you as you sprint outward. 
Oh no, you're getting Half-Life barnacled. <laughs> um, you got oozed. Let's see. Um, as it does so, you hear a slight and feel a stinging sensation across the, the, the flesh of my neck and back. Yeah. Ew. Yep. Uh, take five points of acid damage, and uh, I'll I'll just note it here. The slime is still there, um, so uh, you'll have to remove it to not keep taking acid damage. What a bizarre yep. defense mechanism. Like, I don't really know of a clean way to express that in lore, <laughs> but like, it's it's pretty simple. You got a blob on you. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Gotta check for oozes in Innerstrad. It's one less. There's a lot of oozes in Innerstrad. There's That's a lot. Yeah. They had the most tribal. It's pretty, Ooh, pretty gross. Is this a predator ooze? It is not a predator attack. ooze. I wanted no, it. I'd be super world. dead. It would never stop following me. Is it an exorable blob? Amari, all of fucking Innistrad. Uh, close to gutter grime. Ooh. Uh, yeah, he will, like, as soon as he is out of the tunnel, because it's only a 40-foot tunnel, you can just do it in a round. Yeah. And I assume he caught it at the end. Yeah, so, basically, finished. as soon as he can sort of turn the corner, he will um, try to... Well, unfortunately, there's not much of a corner here. as that is an abyss. Uh, how do you mean? The west... Remember, the tunnel immediately leads to the bridge, and the bridge is over a chasm. Oh, then uh, he dives into the chasm, covered in ooze. I'll just I'll risk another round and just get clear of the bridge. All right, one sec. And then nine more points of acid damage as you feel it begin to eat through your shirt. In addition to the pieces of flesh it's landed on, you're getting quite a few pop marks. And uh, oh. Thank you. you. Pa- at, at, at this point, as you're sizzling and sprinting past, uh, Ruprecht uh, saunters past you. Taking your fucking sweet time, horse. Saunters probably the wrong term, but what's the what's the one under Gallum? Oh, we we had this conversation Canter. earlier. Uh, I, can we not have this Canter. conversation? Cantering, cantering, or trotting. Anyway, point being, it's doing that. Yeah. Uh, then as soon as he's clear of the bridge, he's gonna fucking get down on his knees and just try to scrape this crap off of his back. Sure. Um. Yeah, what are you using to scrape it off? Uh, the unacidified parts of his shirt and and vest and whatnot. All right. Um, it's I'll not come back looking like a pockmarked pinup model. But yeah, you start uh, removing it from you, um, Conrad. Uh, as you were watching for Ruprecht, you saw this thing drip down. Not like it didn't exactly seem to be sentient or active in any sort of sense. It seemed to just drop down upon him. Sure. Uh, there seems to be plenty still stuck up there at the edge of the portcullis. Does it look like there's a way to go through the portcullis without being directly under the dripping parts? Uh, not specifically, but knowing that it's there could probably help you attempt to not be hit by. Sure. I've, I will, um, probably as I've done many times before, try to get this guy onto the horse in front of me. Sure. Uh, Ruprecht quickly approaches up to you and the man looks terrified at everything. Not least of which is Ruprecht, a massive, somewhat glowing horse. On the horse, um, front side. All, all right. And it takes a little bit of scooping to get him up there, red, uh, staining the side of Ruprecht. But you get him eventually there and climb up yourself. And going to try and get out of there, putting the shield above our heads just in case. Interesting. Okay. Um, go ahead and make me a dexterity saving throw. 
<laughs> sure. uh, and you can choose either to take advantage for yourself or to give it to him. Um, I'll give it to him. I'm a tough boy. You're screaming from the other side of the tunnel. Avison's bones. Whose idea of a damn security system is and this? Also, uh, I hate let this. Me just roll. Okay, I'll take a sixteen. Sure. Um, you, uh, Ruprecht begins properly galloping now, launching out of there, and as the slime begins to drip down, the little bit that would even approach you, you swat away out of the air. Um, the man leans down, clutching to the uh, main area of Ruprecht, and you find yourself uh, moving quickly out, where you can see Nick, shirt off, frantically scrubbing at something at the edge of his neck. Hey Nick, how's it going? I believe in you. Uh, Nick, it took you like 30 seconds to do it, which is in the grand scheme of things pretty fast. But uh, yeah, Conrad's already quite a bit ahead of you now. You're good, man, Nick. I believe in you. It's fine. I'll just make it back. You went, hope you went the same way we did going in. That's the way I'm going. And yeah, he will just. Like, like, I assume he can't, you know, just double dash every turn for minutes at a time. But he'll just I mean, I, I'd say for a few minutes, and then, like, yeah, you slow down to a, just a really quick... Wait, how far are we away from the, the uh, windmill? Windmill? Like, or a couple miles. Windmill, uh, Shadowgrange, uh, can, like, six miles. Okay, I mean, that's not... That's not awful. So, uh, how are you at a th- Do you think you could manage a three-minute mile? And Three then minute? Conrad was dead. <laughs> no, not not at, not, at, not constantly. Yeah, that's close to Usain Bolt's record speed, yeah. I think. Yeah, three three minute miles like the gold standard, right? A six minute mile is like man, good on Nick standard. for being able to sustain that. Um, I mean, even assuming he's a, a a prime physical specimen, which in eighteen decks I would assume is, and you know, double versions athletics is probably close to that. Uh, yeah, more like four or five or six. Yeah, probably six. Especially this much of a distance. Yeah, you're not a monk, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, would that one of us were playing a monk. Um, okay. <clears throat> Let's see. It wasn't particularly early you came to, uh, Old Bone Grinder to begin with. So, at the time, after having committed considerably, uh, considerable amount of work, um, darkness has already set in by the time that, uh, Grimhild, Illyria, and Grove arrive at the graveyard of the church in Shadowgrange. Uh, surrounded uh, around this time, um, after having done quite a bit of work to begin with. So, um, as you arrive back, uh, Faustus, you have put in quite a bit of work already uh, in about the six hours that have passed. Um, and there are a number of metal bodies already lined up as uh, Grimhild, Grove, and Deliria arrive. You arrive arms laden in sprouted trees and uh, a pack filled with a hefty amount of flowers and various other uh, poultice-making supplies you had found along the way. You see Victor, two books open, carefully muttering to himself and sketching things into his with uh, beautifully laden inks. Fastus, they have arrived bringing uh, what you had asked for. Okay, let's say he's probably short-resting in terms that are less mechanical. Sure. Uh, you're lingering for a moment, catching your mind, glancing over your book at the same time as Victor is doing it. 
Um, the rest of you can see them uh, see as you arrive, uh, both of them lingering against one of the walls of the church, chipped and stained as it is, next to this number of uh, facsimiles of bodies lining uh, like metallic soldiers. Welcome. Been busy. This is just the start. But now that you've brought those, <laughs> now that you've brought those, I can continue. How many uh, saplings did they manage? Depends. Uh, the rest of you, how laden down would you have made yourselves? Would you have made it so that, like, you were? Uh, I'm incredibly strong. <laughs> more yeah, stick than man, more woman. Possible. Yeah. A lot. I'm not incredibly strong, but I'm holding lots of flowers. Uh, you're looking at around forty-five. Oh shit! Nice. Like a varying sizes and quality, but yeah, a lot. Good. Still great. Google has no answers on how many saplings one person can hold. <laughs> What's telling me is that I can't hold all of them. Okay. <laughs> Good. The next ones that I make, well, I'll base them around the saplings, around the chest cavity. It should be a nice surprise for any vampire that thinks they can just tangle with one of the spirits. And uh, I guess he hasn't made the rack yet, so he'll uh, he'll start uh, putting together a rack to this time hold the saplings in air with the root balls on one end, so that he can form the next round of uh, bodies around them. You know, I'm pretty sure, based on how the ability works, that you might be able to just like set it on top of the pile. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Just like actively do it as he's forming the body. Just yeah, lift basically. Up the saplings. Yeah, then uh. He'll uh, he'll start taking a round of uh, saplings and start to place them among roughly equidistant piles of metal. Have you heard back from Conrad and Nick yet? I assumed they'd come back here, not find us in the woods. We didn't see them coming in. How long okay. have they been gone? <laughs> Don't worry, know, it's I'm probably sure been a couple hours. Don't worry, I'm sure they know what reconnaissance means. <laughs> you know, you go and you look at things and then you leave. Uh, they most certainly wouldn't have stabbed some people to death. <laughs> looking, looking one of things got captured. Looking at things and then leaving isn't not what happened. Oh, at the moment, I don't have any tasks. You've all performed well, thank you. And he'll uh, he'll start to cast uh, after arcane recovery. <laughs> fabricate the rest of you can see the process as moving smooth metal begins to form up into these bodies. Um, Excess impurities scattered about, uh, becoming dust against the ground. Uh, about halfway through the process, um, you hear the sound of hooves beating, um, as a white horse storms over towards your area, up the damaged cobbles. Uh, Faust will cast a glance, but he needs to take advantage of Fabricate while he can cast it. He also needs to, uh, save his spell slot so he can't cast a glance too many times. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, as Conrad arrives back on the immense form of Ruprecht, you can see Ruprecht stained with browning blood, and uh, a man leaned over it, uh, barely conscious. I just fucking stare at him. What? What happened to you? <sighs> Resistance at the manor was more perceptive than expected. But still, we have a wealth of information now. Nick is on the way. Yeah, Faustus turns his attention back to the assembling the bodies. Now then, fellow, now that we're in relative safety, um, I'm going to give him about five points of lay on hands. Sure. Um, 
as the soft white rolls over him, none of his wounds, uh, none of the blood cleans off him, excuse me. Um, but uh, his breathing becomes a tad less labored. Oh, oh that still hurts a lot. Mm. Well then, what's your name, fella? Ribon. Ribon? Yeah. Interesting name. Now then, sorry you got caught up on all this, but here we are. Here we are. So, you know what happens next, right? Soon. I'm an Inquisitor, and you know what Inquisitors do. He looks away from you, but nods. Inquisitors learn. Now then, can you stand on your own feet? Uh, Perhaps. Give it a shot. He leans up and uh, slides off the side of Ruprecht, kind of keeping a hand balance on him for support. Um, Once landing, he takes a few tentative, slightly shaky steps, but then lets go. Yeah. All right, good. Do we have a chair or anything around here? I I look around. Are there any chairs? Yeah, I mean, inside there are chairs, not out here. (laughs) If there's metal ones, then they're out here, but you can't have them. I don't think anyone has metal (laughs) chairs at this time. I'll I'll take them inside. (laughs) I'm basically going to put them in the classic uh, tied to the chair position. (laughs) Comfortably. As comfortably as possible. Yeah, as you walk inside the church, you can see the... Still relatively well-lit chapel off the end of the long hallway. Um, and you can see, still wearing the robes of Avison, um, far at the end, the priest, Donovich. Um, he doesn't really make a motion at the sound of the door opening, and you are able, easily enough, in one of the side offices to slip over and find a chair. Hello? Hmm? Oh, Inquisitor. I figured it was only fair to announce my presence. Are you well? As well as under the circumstances can be, I suppose. I see. Well, unfortunately, I'm going to need to keep this man in custody here for a moment. Nope, some interesting things these days, I see. I'm giving him a chance to repent his ways. No better place to do it, I suppose. Now then, Riven. He just looks to you and doesn't really say anything. Kind of uh, blinks his dark eyes a couple of times to try and get what little uh, blood and crust there is. Do you hold much loyalty to... Uh... To the owner of the estate? He lingers, kind of biting at his lip. Yes, no? Uniquely unhelpful? Uh, I mean, he's our lord. He's always been here in charge of these things, but on the other hand, I don't see much use in loyalty to anyone that's going to get me killed for it. Hmm. And is that uh, a belief you held before your your capture? Or did you always see him? as a desperate. Sure that's desperate. What was a desperate? A bad man. He just kind of shrugs. Oh my lord. Alright, so... I mean, he pays me and all, and but like, if you're gonna kill me over it, I'd rather, you know, not. I see. Uh, what was the name of the priest again? Donovich. Uh, Donovich. Yes. Uh, if you're attached to the idea of uttering any falsehoods over there, I'd suggest you not come any closer. I think most of mine have already been spoken. Hmm. And uh, with a mumble to the holy truth of the angels, I'm going to cast Zone of Truth. Sure. Um, okay, that's Charisma Saving Throw versus... Uh, versus... Uh, versus 15. There's a hand he didn't pass. All right. That's a thick three. Hell three yeah. Ain't, three ain't great. <laughs> Three's not a 15. It's one-fifth of it. Value. Now then, there's a time that I might settle on drastic measures, but I recently had a change of heart, and I'd rather not hurt you, Ribbon. Appreciate that. 
But in exchange for that kindness, I'm going to need information. All right. For example, uh, do you know where the crypts are in Morris Saint? Down. Do you know where they are specifically? You kind of go inside, wander down a few stairs. Kind of more ba- basement, but more so. I see. About how many different uh, different vampires have you seen around the estate? He takes his hands and like starts trying to count along them, and then you see as he's going through and gets to ten, he like kind of hesitates for a little bit for like holding his thumb out to the side and trying to once again count. <laughs> oh, oh, how lucky we are! We managed to pick up the brain trust of the entire Mortar <laughs> operation. <laughs> the mastermind, really. You might as well take his fucking shoes off. He's gonna need those. <laughs> By the way, at any point we can cut away to the others doing their stuff. This, this is, I get the feeling this is going to be a protracted operation. We'll do just a little bit more here. Uh, good lot of them. Uh, at least like three tens. I see. Probably does, more. Honestly, all of them. Besides force of manpower, does the estate have any special defenses against attack? Magical charms, barriers, things of that sort. I don't tend to see a lot of people attack it. Anything, have they done anything recently? Say, since the last time it was attacked. Uh, I think it went well last time it was attacked, so no. I see. Did Mora know your name? I'm pretty sure he knows everyone's names. Hmm. Let's see. And how many non-vampires circuit that estate? Uh, most of the staff, those of us who come through to deliver things. Um, the accountant. He has an um, accountant. Yeah, he's real rich, right? Fair enough. As loyal as a dozen or two. Alright, and would you say they're about as loyal as you are? Kind of just like, does the thing where you extend your hand forward and flat and shake it left and right. No, uh, slavish obedience to the, uh, to the head of the household? I mean, some of them. I see. Others... Less so. Griv wouldn't have stuck if he didn't have to. I didn't mind it so much at the time. Didn't really get many people trying to kill me over it, so, so... He shrugs. For what it's worth, I apologize for what happened to the two with you. That wasn't the plan. It doesn't feel good, but... Alright. Have you ever been to the crypts? No. Griv had a few things there before, but I just heard about them from him. Are they marked differently from the outside? What do you mean? Have you seen them? No, I never went in. Griv did. All right. Very well. At this point, I'm basically just sort of going to ask him the the equivalent of a rough map of the estate. Um, you don't get knows. a lot, but yeah, he'll he'll try and help you out with it. He basically gives you uh like what it looks like in the entry hall, and then like a few uh, staff quarter sections, and then like where the stables are. <laughs> Really, other than the staff quarter sections, like, you already knew the rest of it from last time. And how did you come to work in Mora Manor? I don't specifically. Deliver stuff from time to time. Ah, so you weren't there as a guard, really? Just as a visiting party? Yeah, yeah. That is... (laughs) He doesn't need people to guard for him. So who are you calling for? Someone to help me not get stabbed. Well, I suppose we'll see if, uh, we'll see if my ally got pursued then. I mean, there's a good chance. At this point, I just sort of assume they uh, they see they see and hear everything we do. That's pretty accurate. All right. I mean, I remember the one time Kylie had stole something, and they knew about it very much immediately. Did they punish you, or did they simply find it amusing? Uh, I mean, 
Pretty sure they thought it was funny when she couldn't walk straight for a while. That was more for the limp than anything else. I see. So they hobbled you temporarily? Not me, Kylie. Oh, um, right. No, I don't really think any of them uh, vampires did. It was really more, uh, once they got back, uh, bossed about it. He was livid. Probably shared it with him. I assume you hold a little bit more loyalty to the uh, the boss? I mean, yeah. Our family. Of course. Don't worry. They're, they're enemies of ours only insofar as they stop us from getting to Mora. I mean, Luvash heard you were going to go murder him. I figure he probably would, you know, not be so happy about it. But uh, Argyle's the one I'm scared of, though. He's the one who has fun with it. Bargle? Argyle. Argyle. These are names you have heard before. I'm I'm sure I have. These are the uh, bitter hearts from their camp outside of Palas. Right. Um, particularly, Luvash is the uh, leader of it, and Argal is his brother. Right. Yes, I can see how that uh, see how that makes sense. So, you wouldn't be particularly sad to see more go. Me personally, no. Hmm. I'm sure he's done his fair share of cruelty to your family. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, it's not great if he goes, I suppose. Less money, less drink. But doesn't tend to affect me. I don't really... Never actually met him. Yes, well, consider yourself lucky. He's either... He's either sickening or deadly. Depends on his mood. He shrugs. So, can I convince you to stay away from more estates and his uh, operatives for the next few days or so? Should be telling Kylie's mom about this, but not her, but I suppose. I wouldn't presume to stop you, but are you still wounded? Pr- pretty sure I lost quite a bit of blood. Hmm. Anything that's still leaking? Yeah. Uh, checks a few places with his hand, and one comes up damp in the band across his chest. I'll give him another five points of lay on hands, try to top him off. Sure. Oh, I was going to say, once Faustus finishes casting, he'll come in looking for the prisoner. Yeah, it's about that time where, um, as uh, the white light washes over him again, how uh, he uh, sets the hand to the spot in his chest, which is mostly closed up to really nothing but a thin slit at this point in time. What did you learn? By the way, if you walk within 60 feet of me, you need to make a charisma throw. <laughs> oh, wait, no, a 15-foot radius of me. Yeah, but at that point, you will. Uh, fail. All right, you can't speak a deliberate lie. Okay. Sorry? Uh, can, can you feel that that happens? Um, an yes. affected creature is aware of the spell. Okay. Well, that saves me the, the question of asking if Zona Truth's active. <laughs> and I am also aware that you failed your charisma save. Okay. What did you learn from them so far? Not a whole lot. Uh, he doesn't hold a lot of loyalty to Mora. The crypts are down below the manor. They seem to be cocky after the success of the last of att- attack and haven't done much to bolster it. How long have you been working at the estate, prisoner? Uh... Haven't exactly. I mean, working with um, Lord and people he works with. Luvash uh, sent me there. Probably going on about five years now. Were you there when the attack happened two years ago? Mm, no. Nah. Most of us were still at home. Only a couple of people I know were. Did you hear about it? Deal with the aftermath? Nothing on me. I mostly move things about. I was never very good at math. Um, I mean, heard some stories about it. Real bloodbath, that one. What stories did you hear? Uh, 
lot about it needing to be washed up for days after. Some, uh, Kev, uh, he, he worked there quite a bit of the time. Um, he said they were washing stones for at least a week and a half. So much blood. What happened to the bodies of the attackers? Mm, I think I've had to move some of them too. A bunch of them tossed down the chasm. Um, some fed to some things. <laughs> Did anyone new start working at the estate? Mm, I mean, a few, yeah. The attackers? I, I presume so. What did they look like? I, again, I don't talk with most of them. Um, I mean, only one person really knew that I worked with. Um, brown hair, medium-shouldered, kind of makes a blocky shape in the air. <laughs> Scar across face, kind of a single line. Excellent uh, answer. Does that resemble anybody he happens to know? No, not really. <laughs> hmm. What is their name? Uh... Hardwick names. Uh, starts with a J. What is it? Oh no. Giacomo? Maybe. That sounds right. It has the right vowel sound to it. Makes those clicks. I wish you were. I wish you were even half as thick as you are. What? I wish he could actually remember, even in this zone of magical compulsion, a very important name right now. Yes, well, he's been having rather a rough day. I don't care at all if he has had a rough day. Well, he is under my protection. Grimmer Hilton pokes her head in. Hello. How far behind you was Nick? Well, um, we took off from Moore Estate at the same moment. Uh, he on foot and myself on horseback. I wouldn't be surprised Grimhild. if he's still on the way. Did Nick ever describe his brother? Uh, I saw someone who looked like Nick die there, but I don't believe he's described him specifically. Mm, well... This guy says somebody from the attackers joined up the with the estate. Somebody whose name starts with a J. I mean, probably several of them did at different times. Did he look at Nefalian? You know, mud slapping around outside. <laughs> like fast feet. Who's slapping the mud? <laughs> did the new hire look Nefalian? He just kind of shrugs. <laughs> I don't know what that looks like, really. Pale... Like Dark my hair. face, not hers. Mm, a little bit. I guess everyone in Innistrad's pale. Does anyone hear that sound? The sun is in short supply. Uh, Faustus will look out. The door kind of creaks open. <laughs> well, well, Grimhild's like in the doorway. Oh, okay. <laughs> if Grimhild gets much, gets kind of close to me, it's going to be a charisma save. Uh, if Nick's walking in, then she'll step in and I'll give you a charisma save. Also, it's a charisma Nick, save should- every round until you fail. Nick, you need to come talk to this man. What? I failed. <clears throat> you should ask any questions that you want to ask Grimhilda right now. No, I've done that, and it feels bad. <laughs> what? what? Christmas save. Yeah, make a Christmas save. <laughs> <laughs> Truth party. We should all talk about our feelings. <laughs> I feel nothing. Yeah, get Grove. He'll instantly fail. He'll fail so hard, like... Uh, so it's 15, 15 I had to beat? Yeah. Yeah, as soon as he crosses the line... Oh, I have a sense of bones. <laughs> <laughs> I've, this, is, this has never been this effective, effective before. <laughs> I would kill a man for a drink right now. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <sighs> Listen, I... It's been a very trying couple of hours come here nick tell me again what you said about the man who joined i'm gonna lay on hands nick for my remaining four 
Okay. Why do you look like you've been slightly chemically dissolved? Uh, he's been slightly chemically dissolved. I've been slightly chemically dissolved, yeah. By what? Uh, by some sort of slime living on the battlements of his castle. Okay. Good to know. That's troubling. Yep. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it just sort of lived there. If Conrad can't fix it all, I've got a few compounds in my pack that might help. It just, I just need a, a rest and to, to not, not lay on my back for a while. <clears throat> just sit down in one of the pews. Why do I need to talk to this this man? So this is Rybin. Yes, we've met, Conrad. I... He's very thick. Yes. Yes, I've, I'm aware of that. Who sees? His friends... His, <laughs> his, friends uh, his friends were very thin, though. Cut through them like paper. What's... Uh, Wait, you have to tell his, he, sets his, he sort of sets his jaw and gets a far-off look while looking away from the... He's had a rather bad day. He's had a bad day? I've yes. had a bad month, bad several years. So I think he'd be able to sympathize. To Avison with his bad day. Your day's about to get worse. It's, I it's, doubt it. This seems like pointless conjecture. It honors, it honors the angels to show mercy to the prison, to your prisoners. About, does this new hire look like him? I can see a resemblance. Not exactly the same, but it's been a while anyway. Nick, did your brother have a scar on his eye? Could have been in the battle. Yeah, did the dude mm. I see laying down and I assumed was dead get stabbed in the face? Uh, not stabbed in the face. It's like slash in the face and I just guessed yeah. he was dead. Wait, for real? <laughs> fuck. Yeah, no, Grimhild says that last fuck out loud. <laughs> <laughs> F-U-C-H. Stentian for to fornicate. Oh, oh good, good. Give something to share. As long as we're talking about bad days, did you hear about any women joining up with more after that attack? I mean, a couple. They always find some folks. I'm going to make my second but, charisma save. But no, no, Jackie didn't have a scar. He. So am I compelled to, if I start saying something, I say the whole truth instantly? No, you can no. stop. You, you, can you just st- can't lie. You're yeah. unable to lie, but that doesn't mean you're compelled to say anything. Yeah, you can just shut down and not say anything if you don't want to. I may have been incorrect about a previous assessment I had given you, Nick. Were you incorrect? I am not certain. Is she actually not certain? Obviously. She couldn't, she couldn't lie about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I guess he doesn't know that, so he's asking. <laughs> Conrad's just like, yes. <laughs> like, well, no. She's absolutely uncertain, because like, he looked dead, and this is just... No, no, yeah, say. you're correct. I think, I, that was, I think that was a character. <laughs> yeah. But yes, she is uncertain, uh, I can affirm that. When, when I saw the man that looked like you fall, he had a wound across his face, and I had assumed he was dead, as very few survive that sort of injury. Also, he fell more than, a bit. There was a scream. More than, I'll remember that scream forever. But it's... Uh, I mean, I didn't check his pulse or anything. Right. Okay. All the more reason to hit that bastard with everything we've got. I mean, I'm in one of your stupid zones anyway, but if you weren't a vampire, I honestly wouldn't be that afraid. (laughs) He never was that good, but this is troublesome for a different reason. He may not be a vampire. 
anyway. He may not be a fib. What? What? what so he just Mauer. joined up? Mauer and Thrall? Has many humans. Zone, 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 zone. <laughs> zone of truth. Let me take it back. Jackie was deficient in a lot of things, but he wouldn't do that. She can't take it back. I apologize for the way what I said She's made you feel. trying very hard to try to say, I did not know him, but I trust your judgment of character. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know him, but... <laughs> I didn't know him, but... I But you're good at people. <laughs> Even is... you're good at no answer is true after that. There is oh, metaphysically that's cold. There's certainly a probability that he has been made a vampire. Well, actually, it's, it's a simple thing, right? Um, do, do they like think of this themselves? Like, do they keep? They only keep the what? Uh, put him down, right? What now? Or the 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 bite mark or whatever, right? What about bite marks? Then that's the only wound they keep. Like they're pretty otherwise. Oh, so if you had a skull, oh, as a vampire, yeah. Oh. I guess I should. I mean, well, it's worth it. noting, like, it doesn't, like, repair them. If they have a scar, they'll solve a scar, but that doesn't make them, like, ugly. They'll just be pretty with a scar. Oh, okay. It's a dashing scar. It's an anime scar now. I mean, you, you met a defanged vampire, right? Like, it's not a pretty look when he smiles, but. It, it takes horrifying burn wound and turns into, like, Avatar Prince Zuko burn wound. Yeah, that sort of thing. Is it at least on the right side? Nah. Changed from day to day. But yeah, I guess I'll just ask it. Was he a vampire to the prisoner? How pretty was he? I don't think so. They don't tend to give vampires those types of jobs. <coughs> Gotta go get another shirt. Reasonable. I, I, I really want. Do you have any more shirts? You've got through wanted, a lot. I wanted Dick to say, "Gotta go to get a new shirt," and then finish what he's thinking out loud. <laughs> Because I really don't want to be here and talk about this. I have a lot of <laughs> conflicted feelings. <laughs> and he just gets angry and angry as he says it. I just start now. <laughs> Sorry. By the this way, the zone of truth lasts ten minutes. I think we might be butting up on it. It's funnier if it stays in effect. <laughs> this man doesn't have any information I care about. I'm going to work. All right. Does anyone have anything else to ask him? Why do you work for Mar? Nick just leaves at this point. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I don't think I really do. Or for Luvash. I guess he sincerely believes that. Yes. He's more of a contractor. Wait, here's a question. Can the zone of truth make you admit uncomfortable truths to yourself that aren't maybe conscious truths? You may not speak deliberate no. lies. Yes. You, you could try to lie about everything. So, yeah, if you could try it, if you said it out loud and tried to lie about it, but believe differently. I want you to consider Luvash's allegiances. And yourself in relation to that. And once again, why do you work for Mauer? Because he pays well and I trust Luvash. You shouldn't trust Luvash. Well, we're about to fix one of those two problems. He's not going to be paying anything soon. Ixnay on the end play. It's fine. We need to lock him in the basement anyway. That's true. Yes. I, I'm sorry. There's a basement. It was being used to keep a vampire. It can keep him. I was planning on just having him scarper off for a few days. You can't do that. He would inform his master immediately, and then his master would inform Mauer. At the very least, not until after the plan. He goes in the basement. <laughs> Ribbon. Yeah. If I told you not to, would you uh, would you inform anyone of who we are, what we're doing? I don't know. See, he was trying to say no. 
You can't trust his judgment now anyway. Things change. For example, he might get tied up by someone and put in a zone of truth and interrogated. That's ridiculous. Yes, I know. Wait, you can't say that's ridiculous. That's a lie. (laughs) No, it's pretty ridiculous. (laughs) It is still ridiculous. What's the zone of truth? Don't worry about it. You just sit right there, Ryben, and enjoy yourself. I mean, I won't. This sucks. It's going to suck more. (sighs) Can we at least make it comfortable down there? Like up however you want. Try. Conrad's gonna start like lifting cushions off of pews and stuff. <laughs> I, I don't have any throw pillows or tapestries. I seem to there have aren't, left there them. aren't really a lot of cushions on pews either. <laughs> I, I seem to have left them. She pats her pockets. Wait, I can't even make the joke because I'm in the truth. <laughs> See, I always thought pews were purposely uncomfortable to make you have to think about how terrible well, also remember, remember the wealth of the town we're in and the level of technology. It depends on the denomination. Uh, Wait, we we could start screwing with the zone of truth. Like, this is a lie. I'm going to. No, you wouldn't be able to. You couldn't say this is a lie. No, but if you preface it with this is a lie, then the lie is truth. No, because if you say no, you can't say this is a lie because the statement this is a lie is a lie. Well, you can say you can say the upcoming statement is a lie and then lie. No, you could. No, you could. You couldn't no, say that because, because you know you could. Yeah, you lie. wouldn't be able to lie, and therefore you wouldn't be able to say the first one. Hmm. Either that, or you'd say the next statement will be a lie, and then you couldn't say anything as long as you. I feel like inside. we need to empirically test this. <laughs> Fuck you and stop that. His <laughs> of truth. Could you make a rock so big you couldn't lift it? <laughs> I, I'm. I'm sorry. Is, is this the? Is this the same church we? Uh, we found the young vamp in. Yep, yeah, indeed. His dad's right. still around. Young so maybe th- there's Young already man. a comfortable place to be down there. I mean, worth noting, you were down there, though there isn't. Oh, great. <laughs> there isn't a comfortable place. He's a servant of darkness. His comfort, the fact that we are allowing him to live is more of a blessing than he deserves. He should be glad for his life. And not worry so much about his comfort until after we apparently release him. I, I would I, I would not expect even you as an inquisitor to care about this man's comfort. Maybe not maybe not until recently. That is surprising. <sighs> Either way, yes, I agree. You should be put under close watch until we're done. I imagine the priest could be convinced to feed him. Are you ready for your atonement, sir? <laughs> no. Who are you asking? Well, I was going to gain information from whoever answered, but, uh, Donovich? Oh, yeah, are you calling for the priest then? Yes. Donovich? Yes. He says, walking over in your direction. Are you prepared for your first act of atonement? I feel like I've already done a few, but I'm ready to do more proper ones. Your fifth act of atonement? (laughs) I need for specifics. Anyway, yes, I'm ready to continue. (laughs) What do you mean? You are atoned as I am concerned. I need you to... Fine, then as a personal favor, I would like you to keep watch over this man locked in the cellar. You must understand, I'm I'm not a jailkeeper. This is not something I'll refuse, obviously, but for how long? Is he in the zone of truth? Does he believe he's not a jailkeeper? One sec, let me make a... (laughs) (laughs) Donovich passes. (laughs) He has has one round to lie, and then he has to make another save. (laughs) I think that's how it works. Does it replay every round? Anyone who starts their turn in the zone of truth makes a save. 
but is it just like that's the first save anyway, you anyway, made? You have no idea. Until the spell? No, the first time you enter, and then the start of every turn thereafter. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I will provide for his uh, his upkeep, but it should only be for a few days, or for the foreseeable future. A few I days will, might be all that matters. I will come back and release you from your service, or else I can't stop you from doing what you want. <laughs> this time I actually am going to work. He goes up the bell tower. How much is a day of food? It's not very much. Like You could do it for like a silver, really, if you want to feed moder- uh, meagerly. Uh, I'm going to toss him uh, three gold pieces. Like, that will be more than enough. Yeah. I'll happily offer shelter for him. For the time being, until you figure out what you're doing. And if he has a change of heart, allow him the chance to repent. Of course. I'd be a hypocrite otherwise. Thank you. Outside. Uh, Illyria and Grove. Yes. Um, a total of two things end up happening for you. Cool. Uh, firstly, uh, over leaning against the side of the church, wherever after everyone else had left, um... You hear a series of scratches and then a slap of a of paper colliding into paper. <sighs> All right, that should be enough. Victor stands up and brushes off his pants before walking over to one of the piles of metal. <sighs> okay, the design I don't get though. Really should have studied. Literally, hmm. kind of just wander on over. Um, she's gonna try to sneak up behind him without her noticing. Make me a stealth roll. What is Hilaria never sneaks anywhere? What the hell is my stealth stat? Five. Okay. Not bad. Yeah, it's not awful. Am I on favorite terrain? No. Eleven. This is not forest. I got an eleven. This seems like fun, sure. A twenty-seven. So Illyria, <laughs> as you like walk up behind him, he uh turns around to look at you blithely and I help you. What you up to? Uh, without noticing that Grove is like Two, like three inches behind him. What you up to? I finished analyzing a spell for now, I think. I don't think I have it perfected, and I don't know the techniques used to make these, but once he arrives back, I'm certain with his guidance for the machinery, I can figure out how to help along with the process. You should talk to the dog. Jesus Christ! Oh, excuse me, he wouldn't be the term. Avison's bones! <laughs> um, the dog has a very is very good with spells. I almost said has a higher cane. <laughs> He's very good how at spells. Did, how did you... He just, like, after looking at you for a moment and holding a hand out next to his face, he just takes, like, a half step back, leaving his hand at the exact same spot. I'm very good at my job. Anyway. I'm less good at his job. Uh, no, this is less about the magical mechanics at this point and more about the physical tinkering. Once he returns, <laughs> I'm certain we can move along that. And I suppose you are the one bringing the storm for the end product. She sort of grimaces. That's what I've been asked to do, yes. Good, that should work well. I'm still not sure if it'll work. He no, mentioned that I might mean. melt the bell. Oh, the bell most certainly will melt by the end, but as long as it holds for a minute, maybe two, should be fine. And you're sure this isn't, like, raising the dead? Raising the dead uses an entirely different principle. In fact, this isn't going to be using much anything that does interact with the dead in the slightest. The dead will be interacting with the end product, obviously, but that is something entirely different when it comes to core principles. Okay. I just... 
Raising the Dead is mostly an influx of black mana, while we'll be utilizing the natural and, I suppose, unnatural lightning to generate an influx of red mana converted from the raw energy, mixed with a variety of blue, and uh, should help give form to a shell. She sort of wrinkles her nose. I mostly deal with green. He just kind of makes a not not disgusted face, but kind of a like, that makes sense. <laughs> <gasps> I'm trying not to be personally upset as someone who likes to play green, big stompy creatures right now. It's okay. Susan can separate this. I mean... The Grixis player in me hates you, hate you too, Susan, for playing green. I know. <laughs> I don't hold that against you, Travis. Uh, I hold it against this bratty little both team. Both of you, make me a perception check. Fucking A! Nine. He just snuck up behind you. I'm sure he fucking did. While you were talking to him. 17. Okay. It's like bad film editing. You blink and he's I in a different location. I have Grove in most of these things. Most. Not sneaking now, but... Uh, as you're speaking with him, uh, you see uh, Grimhild walk by and investigate one of the uh, standing figures coming up from around the side of the church. Just kind of peering closely at it. I mean, I do use red sometimes, but black usually isn't something I like to touch. I like to do moral magic. Mm-hmm. And what I mean, exactly I'm sure there's some good uses black? for black magic, but... Believe me, black has plenty of real applications. Did you know that, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there are, but I can turn into a bear. <laughs> and on that, I leave this... Exciting conversation. Ah, uh, yes. The legendary technique. Argumentum ad ursum. I just, I needed to mention bears, because black have no good ones. Very few good ones compared to green. I at least thought it was clever for a minute. He's he's basically ignoring you at this point. <laughs> Grove will walk over to Faustus. Grove knows enough about <laughs> magic to not care about this petty squabble. But your magic means you have to actually like do physical things and draw things out and everything. Most of mine is just talking and cool stuff happens. <laughs> uh, Faustus went up to the bell tower if Grove's looking for him. Yeah, sure. Why not? He's not like he was just mainly waiting for people to show up to busy his hands and metaphysic talk is not interesting to him. Talk about the monsters. You can make sure anything actually related to like schoolwork and shit like they're talking about is just going to I'm out. So, so he's tired of the metaphysical talks. So we'll go talk to the actual wizard. Eh, Faustus is a decent conversation if you can get him on a good topic, or at least from that one conversation we had. Yeah. Eh, Faustus is, uh, he's probably got chalk in his hand, uh, testing out some runes on the bell, laying out design. So, do you have enough material to do this tonight, or is this going to be another three day process? It'd be better if I could wait till tomorrow. I think I can use the rest of the saplings and at some point, well, I suppose as soon as the sun sets and the procession starts, we can go for it. I think everybody's getting a little antsy to do stuff, so I don't know if you will. I think if you want to wait another night, we'll be, you'll be doing it by yourself. Yes. Well, we should expect counterattacks, I think. I'm not a military strategist, but they're not going to take our little raid lightly. Uh, I'm sure they won't, but I think it's more of a distraction. Give the dead their due, and we can find where we need to go. By the time they clean it up, 
four or five bodies mix among a bunch of ectoplasm. They'll have enough to sort out while we're crawling around doing what we need to do. Yes. I think it will work. It's coming along better than I thought. I'm I'm very glad you decided to do this. Thank you. She wasn't in the procession. Yep. You said that last night. And I think you said Nick's brother wasn't in the procession, right? Worse than that, it seems likely that he's actively operating as an agent of more, judging by the moron downstairs. There's a lot less screaming than I was expecting, but I guess that is Conrad's MO. Yeah, he's softer than he used to be. Are we talking like, what was Conrad like? I can't see him beyond the... Terrifying. Yeah, I can't see him beyond the the school teacher? Schoolmaster? He is now? I don't know. I don't know a phrase for it. Two years ago, when I knew him, I didn't know him well, but he was very businesslike. The model of a an inquisitor. I think I still can see that. That's why I don't like talking with him. Arcelia looked up to him a lot. He is tall. That's not what I mean. And you know that. Yes. It still shakes me a bit when you make a joke. I enjoy jokes, but I know people don't like them. And I kind of appreciate them. I will try and do more, but there's usually too much tension. And usually the jokes are accidental and at my expense. Yes, that is true. <sighs> so, if she is one of Mauer's, do you want a hand? Or do you want to be like Grimhild and deal with her on your own? I don't know. Because... For two years, I've been extremely certain of what happened and what I needed to do. And if she's there, if she's somehow alive, or who knows what, I doubt that whatever she is now could be considered the same woman that left two years ago. I don't know about Illyria, but depending on how long Maurer's grasp is, I have a sister back in Kessig. If she is at the estate and changed... I know what I need to do, but a hand would be useful. If she is a threat, I can't ask anyone to fail to act in self-defense or in the defense of others. That's fair. I figured if she is not, then then let me deal with it. I figured I'd ask you. Everyone's been pretty much clear on their intentions, but better to have words than assumptions yes thank you she might be dead but i need to prepare for the somehow the worst possibility that she is not i never been married but i have had to deal with a parent so all i can say is you don't get over it and it hurts every day but it does in a way have a relief if you do are the one that caused it i'm not certain it still hurts Maybe you're better than me. Maybe I'm running on momentum. I've been running. I don't know if it's momentum, but I've been running for a while, so maybe I should just deal with it after this. A little more procrastination. That sounds like a good idea. I don't understand why you're here, Grove. Mauer said the same thing. Which, don't get me wrong, I, uh, I suppose especially the last few days, very much appreciate it, and I may have misjudged you as a 
cold-blooded and <coughs> uncivilized murderer, but why are you here? Because I know why I'm here and Conrad's here and Nick's here and why Grimhild's here. You and, for that matter, Illyria, I don't understand. Illyria's here because of me. Probably her own reasons that she doesn't know quite yet, probably. I am here. I don't know. I told Malwards to hunt a very dangerous game. That's true. Still don't know. Well, thank you for your help, then. I need to answer some questions. This is why I sit in the woods. I don't have to worry about talking and having introspection. Just need to worry about survival. Well, if you want a different experience when this is all over, maybe you should come to Nephalia. I don't know. Between you and Nick, you paint a pretty awful picture of that area. Well, I don't know about Nick, but I love Nephalia. It would be interesting to see what's out there of critters y'all have got running around. Not that many critters, but the people you'll likely find interesting. Not too good with people. It's all right. I'm not either. All right, let's go. You get back to your work. I'm going to go see if the child and Illyria are done waggling dicks at each other on who knows what about magic. Yeah, I have to see if I can combine these runes. That's very difficult. They're written in two, in two entirely different languages. I think I can that. incorporate it, though. Keep being creative. I believe in you. Thanks, Grove. Be careful. He'll wave as he walks back downstairs. Uh, Illyria, did you... Uh... Uh, after, uh, Victor ignored you, did you keep bothering him or what did you do? I mean, nah, she probably stuck her tongue out at him from behind when he couldn't see her, but went off to find, uh, the dog. Cause he appreciates her. Sure. All right. Um, so, um, Conrad, yes. uh, after, um, helping Donovich move, uh, Ryben, down into the uh, cellar of sorts. Uh, Donovich nodded to you and handed you the key to lock the door. Ryben, uh, yeah, Ryben just gives you a nod back before heading down. Right. And then after that, I'll take a moment praying in the, uh, in the church. As you do so, Donovich kneels next to you and begins to pray as well. Silently, but about how long do you think you pray? Probably no more than a minute or so. Okay. Um, so where do you go after that? I'll walk out, see how things are progressing with the plan. Cool. Um, outside, once you get there, um, there's still the series of metal figures. You know, Faustus went upstairs. Um, really, no one else to be is to be seen, except you see at the uh, edge of the church, um, like against the wall, uh, there is uh, Victor leaned up there, a book over his face, leaning back. He seems to be unconscious or asleep. I see. So I have the whole robot zoned to myself. It's empty, other than the swirling mists and the number of bodies and the number of graves no longer protected by fencing. It's not, like, worryingly empty, is it? I mean, no. It's, it's a graveyard. It's just odd not having the fence about anymore. It feels very open, bleeding right into the rest of Stencia, off into the trees. All right. Well, I don't have the magical clout to mess with any of these robots. It'd be rude to wake up, Victor. I suppose I'll just stand watch. Okay. Um, 
Can I just say without context that I'm losing my goddamn mind? No, stop it. No, you have to give us the context. No, I refuse. I can't. But I just want you to know uh, that. Did I do something wrong? <laughs> not specifically. Not Yeah, not specifically. Um, so, um, Grimhild, where did you walk to after the inside uh, there? Probably to the edge of the, the town to walk <laughs> around, maybe go into the woods a little bit, hang out, think. Like, she's kind of, she feels really bad about the next brother thing, for obvious reasons. Sure. Um, yeah. Um, make me a perception check. Okay. Must we fucking fail super hard now that uh, for real? Do I have anything that I could use to nope. Right. We never get inspiration anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it, actually. I got a ten, so one sec. Oh damn, that's hilarious. Okay. I have plus five. Yeah, yeah, you do. Oh you... fuck, are you probably rolled a twenty or something? No, no, I really didn't. It's oh. way funnier than that. Okay. Um, so you stand off to the side, walking amongst the trees and the same foliage that you were passing through not too long ago. And then you hear a voice, a voice that sounds very similar to something you've heard before, something you hear all the time. Hello, sister. End of episode. Yeah, I think that's the end of the episode. Can I tell them why I'm losing my mind? (laughs) Yeah, feel free. Okay. Hey, guys, you see Grimhild walk out of the church and go start looking at the things. Okay. Illyria leaves Victor alone, who was probably going to talk to her. Every, like, everyone fails to pay any attention to that. Oh, you see Victor taking a nap? <laughs> I don't know, people take naps. Dude, I'm pretty sure my sister just fucking murdered him. And no one, like, noticed a goddamn thing. Or thought it was weird or anything. Oh, man, now I feel bad for not annoying the kid. naps! <laughs> <laughs> I I forgot to BRB. Did I miss something important? Sorry. It, it's a uh, speculation no, so and far. Session. But good, night, good night, Internet. I think this is a good night, Internet. Good night, Internet. He had a long day. He's tuckered out. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, oh, he's geez. now tuckered out of a throat as she ripped <laughs> it out and killed him. Cut the recording. Oh, God. I don't. Matt, whatever is after that good night, internet. Thank you. That's going to murder the recording like she just murdered that dude. (laughs) Okay, maybe leave that (laughs) in.